At JCPenney, we know you miss us, and we miss you. So, what if we said we had a store that's open all day, every day? We do. It's jcp.com or the JCPenney app. Need a swimsuit? We've got them. Something new and cute for summer? Look no further. Exclusive JCPenney brands plus your favorite national brands? Yes and yes. Check our site for the latest coupons. And when you spend $49 or more, standard shipping is free. JCPenney. Exclusions apply. See jcp.com for details. <laughs> Today, every answer matters more than ever before. Because whether it's about health, deliveries, or finance, some things just can't wait. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage millions of calls, texts, and chats with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to help your customers find the answers they need faster, no matter the industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash watsonassistant to learn more. my basement because it is way too flipping cold to be doing stuff in my garage and we found out a couple weeks ago that my heater in my garage is very loud so we want to you know we're gonna take it inside now um of course we're on bgn beautiful game network bgn.fm you can also find us on itunes spotify sterling help me out soundcloud soundcloud sprecher speaker speaker um, um and we got uh, iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. And then obviously you can find us on a, on Twitter and we've got an Instagram account and Facebook. Facebook. And our own webpage. And I'm not sure if I'm like everybody else, but I listen to my podcasts on Apple Podcasts. And yeah. certainly you can find us there. Yeah. That's where that's where I listen to us. Yeah. So find us everywhere. Um of course we are drinking delicious beers from Local breweries, and today's big brewery is Dangerous Man Brewing, which Dave Sterling went to the other night. Friday night, yeah. And was uh, picked us up a bunch of beers. Yep. Um, you guys have had, what beers are you guys drinking? Uh, um, I'll go first. Uh, the I have the Matchbox Coffee Porter. Oh. And that's fantastic. Um, I mean, it smells like. Smells like a can of coffee being opened. Mm. Um, it's super smooth. It's really dark. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm actually getting hints of that aroma from here. I don't know if Tony is. I can't, guys. Can't but, smell yet. But anyways, yeah, it yeah. smells delicious. Yeah, the head was really nice and creamy brown. It's it, it tastes like coffee. It's uh, mm. got a good smoky porter. A little bit of bitter, not too much. Um, the hops are really low. Yeah, it's great. So that would be a good uh, morning at, at work beer. Yes, it's only 5%, 5.1%. I could take, I mean, take that to work and drink that at work. Yeah. That'd be good. Everybody yeah. think it's drinking coffee. Well, you would, from based yeah. on the smell, like I said. Yeah, it's, it's, up. it's great. Uh, Dave, what are you drinking? I'm from Dangerous Man. I'm drinking the uh, Maple Vanilla Double Stout. And oh. I mean, I think I say it every podcast, I'm a huge fan of stouts. Yes. And I'm actually a huge fan of Dangerous Man. I think I've been there, you know, 
probably five or six times. Wow. It was one of the first breweries in Minnesota that I went to hmm. before Surly even. Wow. Um, it was one of the wow. early ones that I went to and kind of got started, you know, started my kick of uh, craft beer loving. But uh, yeah, this I love stouts, but this is a double stout. So it's I've never had this particular one before. But yeah, the maple vanilla is just, it's delicious. And just to put it in perspective, you know, it's a double stout. So it's, you know, you would assume extra hoppy. And I just had to look it up real quick. Um, the IBU is 68. Holy now, geez. to put that in perspective, another one, another stout that I've had there, the chocolate milk stout, that's at 26 IBU. Wow. So it's actually more than double. It's 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 a huge number for a stout. So it's yeah, a little extra you know, hoppy. I think, um, I think their IPAs are even lower than that. Yeah. I, yeah, I yeah, think they're like 64 that. is the highest. Yeah. And the uh, the ABV is a little high too. It's at eight and a half percent. Holy, I'll, you're not driving home tonight. I'll have to sip this one a little bit. Yeah, um, I actually started with, and because Dave's a Porter fan, I had my sister in law get me the, um, I think it's the Frost Pack from Surly, which just came out. And uh, I'm drinking. I was drank the Liquid Stardust Sparkling IPA, which if you guys haven't had it. Fantastic IPA from Surly. Tastes like an IPA, but it's also tastes like a champagne you get that whole different feeling of it and then i moved on of course to a dangerous man boysenberry ms ipa and this stuff kids this is my i love sour beers and a sour mixed with an ipa that hits my hits a home run for me you know that's good stuff so uh it's at 5.8 percent which isn't too bad um and uh it's good beer. Yeah, that's an oil can you're drinking out of. That, it's an oil can. It's a crowler. It's a crowler. And Dave was uh, nice enough to pick us up a bunch of uh, crowlers and uh, what else? The crowler and what? What's the what's the other one called? Not a crowler. It's a howler. A howler. See, I didn't think there was three different levels. There's still a lot I need to learn here. Crowler, howler, and growler in that order of size. Yes, okay. a crowler, howler, growler. That's okay. what they have. And yep. most places only have the growlers. Some people have the the uh, howlers. And then some people have the crowlers. I, it depends yeah, and I, on the brewery. And I wonder if it's certain beers, like for example, when you know we talked about it last last podcast, but like the 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 white noise white chocolate stout that I bought from Alloy, mm-hmm. that was only available on a crowler. I you know I would have loved to take home a growler, but he said that was only available. And I think the reason they do that is because specialty beers they don't want to run out of so fast. Okay. So filling a growler of it, they would run out of it like, sure. You know that's so they're only giving you a little little bit. That makes sense, and I was—I yeah, yeah. honestly thought it might have had something to do with the alcohol alcohol content because I know that one is particularly yeah, that, high. But maybe that your point no, makes a little more sense. And they want to sell more of that, yeah. and they want more people to have it, which is yeah. a good deal. Um, so, <laughs> a couple of housekeeping things to talk about. I had a very uh, bad uh, last week. I was in a car accident. I was in a six-car pileup, um, and uh, of course, I'm okay. But my car, my Mazda 3, which I wanted to keep for my daughter, uh, is completely totaled. Uh, so I had to go buy a new car. Uh, so I had a bad last week. And then, uh, Sterling, you've had kind of a bad uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. Uh, you were a little sick. A little sick. A little... Apparently my my body does not respond well to lots of Thanksgiving Day food. Yeah. yeah. Mixed with multiple doubles of Crown Royal and also Jack Daniels. But we, we talked about this before, when you came in, when you walked in, we talked about this. You were saying that some people think that if you don't drink a certain brand of, if you drink a certain brand of whiskey or if you drink the 
cheaper brands of whiskey, if you're used to the old brands, you can get kind of sick. Yeah, you know, I, I've had a number of people. I, I'm kind of a craft whiskey guy, like craft mm-hmm. beer fan. Mm-hmm. I'm not. A, I've never drink Crown. Mm-hmm. Rarely drink Jack. And so I've had a lot of people say, well, if you drink the really good stuff, and then you go and get something cheap, your body doesn't always like, like it. that. Yeah. Do you think it's because of the impurities in the other, the cheaper ones, the lesser yeah. ones? Yeah. I mean, you, might be, yeah. you know, being that they're so mass produced, they they probably cut corners mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was the. It was the first time I had Crown in probably a couple of years. First time I had Jack in ages. Yeah. You're not um, blaming it on the turkey, though. No, like... I didn't have any turkey oh, this wow. year. What? Yeah. No turkey? I had ham. Are you American? It was bourbon ham. Bourbon ham? Well, it there's your problem good. right there. The bourbon and the whiskey yeah. and whatever. I'm, yeah. I'm speechless. I, I thought everybody had turkey. I That's didn't what I even thought. know you couldn't. I didn't even know you could have ham. I thought on it was like. I thought a cop came around and was like, Are you having turkey? Good, then you're fine. If you had ham, though, right. I thought you. You know, and what's funny is uh, third or Wednesday morning on my way to work, I was driving down uh, West River Road, which is in Brooklyn Park, and this yard had six turkeys just right hanging out in the front yard, yeah. and they were fighting each other. And I was what? like, I bet anything they're playing to the death to see who's gonna get who's gonna be by that house. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, they were just going at each other. I was just like, what in the world? And being it was the day before Thanksgiving, I was like, this is too. It's like convenient. Turkey Fight Club. Yeah. Jiminy Christmas. Uh, Dave Stevens, did you have any issues the last two weeks, or you been good? Um, yeah, it's been a rough week for me, too. I've, I've been on vacation all week, so, yeah. You son I, of a I, bitch. I, I got bored a couple of times. Oh, I slept Christmas. in too late a, oh. at least a couple of the days. So, yeah, oh. a, a rough week. So, no, I'm not going to sit here and complain too much. Oh. All right. Well, you know. Um, so, Dave Sterling and I have had a bad... Uh, Week, uh, Stevens has not had a bad week, so well, just two out of three ain't bad. I gotta, I gotta hit the road tomorrow though and travel hard. Where are you work. gonna go? I gotta go to Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. So <laughs> God's country, as my <laughs> uncle would country. put it. But uh, get a lot of freaking five miles yeah, on that one. It'll, yep, I'll be driving too, yeah, bright go. and early in the morning, working <laughs> hard all week. So don't feel too sorry for me. Um, so I do want to give a shout out to our French listeners. Um, there are some people in France who will be listening to this podcast. Um, I want to say hello to them. I'm not going to name who they are, right. but uh, I just okay. want to say hi to our international listeners right. in case they will be listening in the next week. Uh, yeah. So, uh, bonjour. Uh, stay safe. Stay safe. Stay away from those riders. Yeah, watch out. Uh, and if you see a guy named Zendane in the street, don't get near him because he'll headbutt you right in the chest. Yeah, yeah. you could tell we, we all saw a picture that John texted us. He was right in front of the French Soccer Federation. He didn't seem, he didn't appear too happy in that photo. No, he didn't. Not quite sure why. I was going to say, I, Dave, I was trying to keep it like, I was trying to keep it like under the radar. But Technically, it should be Jean. 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 Yes. Jean is in France with his fiance. Um, and, and Germany. And he's in Germany as well. Um, so he did take a picture in front of the French uh, soccer. Uh, what would you call that? It's the what is headquarters? it? Headquarters football federation. Yeah, the French, yeah. French football. Yeah. Federation. And you're right. He did not look happy at all. He yeah. looked very disgruntled, and as a German should in front of a French yeah. headquarters. Um, but uh, hopefully, he'll listen to the pod in Germany, and he'll have his uh, relatives listen to it. Yes, and they'll say, "What the heck are these guys talking about?" I believe this podcast is available world, worldwide. It is available it is. worldwide, but it's not in German. No. No, no translations available. No translations available. 
Um, so, as you guys all know, and we talked about this on the podcast last time, the loons aren't playing right now. Yeah. So, what we're going to talk about now is a little MLS playoffs. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit. We will talk loons offseason stuff uh, later on. Uh, but let's head into the playoff stuff. And uh, Dave Stevens, the stats guy, yes, I like to call him. He has all the playoff brackets. Who's going where and how they done? Yeah. So I mean, it, it, I guess I think we've all kind of been guilty of this. Uh, we have, I have not watched enough of these MLS playoffs as no. I maybe normally would. Um, I w- for whatever reason, other uh, commitments or other things going on. I just. I've kind of tuned in for a few minutes here and there when I had the chance, but I haven't seen a whole lot. So, But I guess it is a good point because as we record this today in just an hour or two, the, the mm-hmm. uh, first leg of the both semifinals, okay. uh, West and East, are going to kick off tonight, later tonight. And if you're wondering, so it's it's Sporting KC in the West versus Portland. Um, kind of much. T- I was kind of hoping for that uh, number five seed and six seed, the re- real Salt Lake versus Portland matchup. I thought that would have been kind of interesting nice. in a weird way but uh you know i guess one of my former teams that i'd root for kc sporting kc yeah. is going against portland so and then the, real quickly in the other uh semi-final in the east it's uh the red bulls versus atlanta united so which is what it's the one of the two yeah yeah so yeah and it's literally the world cheering against the mls favorite mm-hmm. being everyone's cheering for red bulls against yeah. The jackasses from Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. So I, you got right. kind of you got a kind of couple different series going on. Yeah, like you said, the one versus two, and uh, you know, even though the Red Bulls were down after the first leg, they came back with a three nothing defeat in the second leg of their quarterfinal. So same with United or Atlanta United. Although they had a one goal lead, they really turned it on in that second leg and mm-hmm. scored three goals in that uh, in that second leg to to advance. So that that they're coming in. The Red Bulls in Atlanta are coming in hot. So I mean, if you're looking for a good MLS playoff game, that you know that could be the one to watch tonight. I would say. It could be. I mean, I think that's probably, for me, that's the premier. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, nothing against Sporting or Portland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think Red Bull has always been a a strong team. Mm-hmm. And Atlanta, we all it's, love Atlanta. So Red Bull, it's New York, though, dude. I mean, yeah. one team from New York always has to be a good team in every sport. That's the way it works. Yeah. It's true. And I think, yeah, you had a good point, Dave. Um, I think, yeah, the New York Red Bulls, I think even when I'm back years ago when I was maybe just a casual fan at best of the MLS, it was it always felt to me like the New York Red Bulls were kind of like one of the faces of, yeah. of the league. If, mm-hmm. You know, that and maybe LA Galaxy. So it's, it is kind of in that, for the casual fan, I think it is nice to have them representing. And, mm-hmm. and I think the good news is for the unbiased fan, I'm not sure we're not, we're not, totally unbiased here but i think i think the good news is there's definitely a good chance of sporting kc coming out on top and facing either yeah you know whether it's atlanta or new york i think it could be a very intriguing final to watch and of course the final doesn't happen until uh december 8th but the yeah so i mentioned the second the first leg is tonight which happens to be the 25th of november and then the second leg of the semifinals happens on the Uh, 29th let's go back to the championship game happening what december december 8th. 8th yeah I was at Thanksgiving. My uncle Jeff, uh, who listens to this podcast, um, he said, he's like, well, now, if the Loons were ever in the championship game, would they play a game here on December 8th? I said, well, yeah, they had, I think it's the best record. 
Yeah. It is de- decided by that. This Best record. Shield, right? Supporter yeah. Shield. Best record. If they were in the championship, it would be here. He's like, how the heck would they do that? I said, well, they thaw the field off. Well, you know, the the you know? the, 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 um, the turf is, you know, kept at a certain temperature. It's yeah, like underground heating. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You know, that's how they, you know, the turf is already installed. I think we brought that up. And right. so they have to keep it keep it healthy year round and available for use year round. Now they'll keep it covered well, most of the time, but yeah, if it's, if it's snowing, yeah. if there's three feet of snow on the ground, they're no, going to have a game. Play it. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it, it's interesting. The, the heated turf will be interesting to see how it works. Cause you know, if we, if we look at football, um, really Chicago and green Bay are the only ones that have grass heated fields, aren't they? Yeah. And we saw like go oh, you you know what that classic uh, World Cup qualifier in Colorado you were at that game yeah. weren't you I mean that that pitch was covered that was in six snow. inches of snow and it was yeah. covered in yeah. snow yeah. so and I'm not sure how efficient like if the snow was really coming down here in Minneapolis or St Paul like it was out there in Colorado I I don't know if it could keep up I'm curious because you know you have you have your turf but then under that you have a fairly significant layer of sand it's mm-hmm. it's mostly sand and then obviously you'd have your heating coils underneath right. that sure, so sure. it may not be able to keep up with a heavy heavy snowfall yeah and it i mean i remember i suppose maybe cleveland has a heated field i bet they have i mean every every team now i'm sure has to have yeah. a heated field but it's interesting to see how even even when you're talking american football which has way more money than mls yeah um how you know you look at chicago and green bay's fields by mid-December they don't look like the pristine no glory that they no. were in September no um I mean yeah it's heated yeah they they keep it from going dormant but it's still it looks pretty trashy well the the season to give you a little like quick note here we played that we played this game when the Vikings were out of the dome because of the collapse yes playing at TCF when they didn't have a heated field that would have been back in 2010 yep they didn't have a heated field because no. we hadn't moved in there yet to build a new stadium so there was a game who was it against it was the, Are you talking about the Vikings yeah, the yeah Vikings. it was back in 2010 it was kind of, it was against the bears i believe yeah and it was a terrible field it, well it was and just you know to put it in perspective at that point you know that the home of the golden gophers football team you know the gophers last game depending on you know the season is gonna at the latest is gonna be basically this weekend the weekend after thanksgiving yeah, okay. would be the absolute latest so it wasn't designed to have a heated field because for the most part they don't need a heated field yep and w- one of the conditions when the vikings moved in there semi-permanently for the two years kind of like the loons did yep they, had to um, they they put the heating coils underneath yeah. it and yep. that was nice for the gophers but it was something the vikings paid for so and no it wasn't to. heated in fact i don't, we don't need to go into details about that game but that was the game that brett Favre started the game yep. even though he didn't think he was going to yep. and yep. actually because of the part partially because of the fact that it wasn't heated it was extremely hard mm-hmm. and he actually got hit knocked down hit his head and yep. got concussed right yeah as a it result was, of that yeah so i think most major league fields now if they're outdoors are heated fields i would imagine if they're going to play there in this climate um, yeah. in this climate and the new stadium Allianz State, uh, Allianz Field will be a heated right. field. It'll be the only one in the league. That's really? Hmm. So Chicago and KC aren't heated. Hmm. You'd think that Chicago would be heated. Yeah, they don't care. Yeah, they're never going to host an MLS Cup final. So, <laughs> well, they did build the stadium in a crappy part of town, yeah. anyways. And yeah, uh, my understanding is it's the only one. So even okay. KC doesn't. Well, feel I guess the need. I guess that'd be it'd be right. Well, what about? Uh, I mean, because you got Toronto, Colorado, too. Colorado, though. Yeah, 
Colorado definitely is not. Either. And Salt Lake City. Yeah, they don't get that much snow. They get cold though. Well, yeah, no one cares about the cold. I. But still, the ground's going to be... Right, that's That kind of amazes yeah. me. Uh, why wouldn't I mean, you? Now, let's put it this way. If if Colorado has heated coils, mm-hmm. they did not use them against Costa Rica in the okay. U.S. game. Because right. right. it definitely was not. Right. Unless they just didn't keep up, like you mentioned. Yeah, which is yeah. a possibility if it's a heavy, heavy fall. Well, you think they? You think the MLS would say, if you're going to have a stadium above this uh, latitude or, you know... The Mason-Dixon line. Mason-Dixon line. Got to have a heated field. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't cost that much more. Yeah. You wouldn't think so. And from a club standpoint, too, it's something, if you thought it was going, if that's something you knew you were going to have to deal with, even getting into the late part of the regular season. Yeah. You know, the end of October can get awfully cold here in Minnesota. So, I mean, you know, from a team standpoint, it's something, you know, it's not cheap to do that. Um, It's going to be hundreds of thousands of dollars. I, I don't have the number in front of me, what, say, the Vikings paid for TCF, but... Does it's, it matter though, Dave? Well, it guess, could matter. Guess what? Our owner's paying for all of it because he pays everything himself. That's it's true. true. That's the way right. it works, guys. That's why I love our owner, even though he did some shady things back in the day. But I still love him. Yeah. So I guess to to wrap that up, I think we can all agree <laughs> that was a good investment. He did so few, oh, definitely. Yeah. Whether we have to or don't. So let's uh, quickly, guys, uh, before we go to our next topic here, which will uh, nicely go into this one. Out of those four teams, who do you guys think is going to win the championship? Um, you have New York, you got Atlanta, you got Sporting KC, and you got the Portland Timbers. Um, I say it depends on the outcome of the Atlanta Red Bull game. Mm-hmm. If New York wins, New York wins the final. Okay. If Atlanta wins, I think KC will beat Portland and KC will win the final. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go with Sporting KC as well. Just as I, I'm not gonna say who's gonna win or whatever. I think Sporting KC is the team to beat. I like them. All right, and I don't necessarily like my predicted team, but I'm gonna go with Atlanta to win it all. And I, so I should also preface. <sighs> sorry, not to cut you off, but no. I'm not picking, or I'm not not picking Atlanta because I'm being mm-hmm. biased. I'm mm-hmm. not picking Atlanta because Casey's defense. Is very good in Atlanta. Has yes, a very difficult time against good defenses. Yes, they do. So I think if Casey advances, which I think they will, and Atlanta would advance, I still think Casey's going to do better. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Go back. So you you basically get you had two picks in there. You get the New York Red Bulls and Sporting KC. <clears throat> Your odds of winning our little side bet here are pretty good. Well, or they could be really bad after well, you know. They could be. Round. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um. So, Dave Sterling, you. Put together a list of salary salary rank, uh, kind of looking at if they win or if they win championships or what. Yeah. So what I did was, um, it this was this was spawned by um, FC Cincinnati's owner commenting that they weren't going to pay any more money for DPs mm-hmm. this season. So yeah, I guess so. What is what you're boiling down to is you're asking the question. Hey, does spending money right. is that? Can you buy a championship? Yep. Can you yep. by spending money? Can you can you yep. be a perennial exactly? You know, playoff team. And it, and so the the big thing was is a lot of people, and in fact, even a couple MLS talking heads said, "Oh my goodness, FCC is following the Minnesota United model." Sure. And how has that worked out? And I I was like, well, you know, because I am a little though I agree we 
not done well. I, I'm a little biased, so I mm-hmm. took a little offense to the fact that they're saying Minnesota just is mm-hmm. just shit. So I decided to sit down and I looked back the last five seasons. Yep. And um, what I did was I took all the playoff teams. I I put them all into tables for each of the season. And then I went back and researched uh, the team payrolls for the okay. seasons and set out their rank. So, and I'll even put this out on the interweb. Uh, and so I have I have five tables uh, starting in 2014. Each table has all 12 or in past uh, 2014 cases, 10 um, playoff teams. It has their, their final... Um, Points total, their seating, and also the rank by salary in terms of the payroll. And I just basically went through and I highlighted who made the semis. I highlighted who won and who was the runner-up in the in the cup final. And I just wanted to see if there was a correlation between spending significant money, well, spending money period, and making the playoffs. Now... What I did was I div- I split them up into three tiers, so you had the the top tier, uh, the top third, the middle third, the bottom third. Uh, as I was telling you guys before mm-hmm. the podcast, you know, obviously there's never been twenty one teams or no, you know, eighteen teams, you know, something divisible exactly. by three. Yeah. So what I did was I said, okay, in twenty fourteen there were nineteen teams, so there were seven in the top tier and then six in the middle mm-hmm. and. In, in the uh, bottom and then when they jumped up to 20 teams then i put seven in the top seven in the middle and mm-hmm. six so i've always favored that top tier first sure um and then built down and what i found was that as one would expect you spend money you're going to reach the playoffs um reaching the playoffs 41 percent chance if you're in the top third mm-hmm. it's a 34 percent chance Three, four and a half percent chance in the middle third, and you've got a twenty-four percent chance in the bottom third. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> interestingly, with this, uh, if you favored the lower tier, so again, this is arbitrary, so I could do whatever the hell I want. If I went back and said, "Okay, we're going to add that extra team to the bottom and shift everything up," mm-hmm. that completely changes the changes the uh, situation, and all of a sudden, the chance of reaching the playoffs in the top tier drops below um, 40%. The chance of reaching the playoffs in the middle tier jumps almost to 40%, and everything gets evened out. Okay. And so, and, and in particular, this happened in 2014 with Dallas. It happened in 2015 with Columbus, who happened to be added to the middle, and they should have been at the bottom. Okay. And they ended up winning it. So yeah. it was almost a bottom-tier team winning. And then also in 16 with Red Bulls was added to the middle. And in 17, Atlanta was added to the top. Um, And basically what I found, like I said, is if you consider that arbitrary tiering, there's really no significant benefit to spending a lot of money. Well, yeah, and that just looking at these, uh, looking at your your charts here, and I there there isn't a significant pattern that jumps out at me. You know, even you know that you look at maybe there's a trend. You know, you say you have the. Toronto FC for the their number right. one in spending. Okay, they had back to back years of reaching, you know, the final. Yep. So, uh, but then you know you look at previous years and and you just don't you don't have that same pattern. You don't say oh you have a top one or two 
or three right. well, let's, payroll team reaching the semis or even finals. So it, there is not much of a pattern. And then those percentages that you mentioned, you know, they do, okay, they, you do have a little bit, you know, to reach the payout, playoffs, you know, 41% if you're the top three. And it, it does drop off, like you might think there's a pattern there, but I don't know if that number, the chance of making the playoffs, I don't know if that justifies the difference in payroll. Right, and the thing is, is when you when you look at the uh, the semis chance and then the final chance, the final chance is going to drop is going to change significantly this year because unless Atlanta wins it, um, the middle or bottom tier is going to get the is going to get the yeah. um, the cup win. So it's going to shift, and I, I figured out that if say for instance if New York um, won the cup. The top third ends up being about fifty percent. Uh, the middle third uh, drops a bit, and then the bottom third climbs to almost twenty percent. So all of a sudden, it starts it starts shifting a little bit. Um, and it, the same with the the semis this year, with the fact that only one top tier team um, made it to the semis. Uh, it's it's actually pretty even forty five thirty twenty five. I think that's pretty even yeah. considering. And I'll get to this in a second. Considering how little it would take to how little money it would take to uh, go from the bottom third to the middle third, or even the top third, um, there really isn't much argument to spend a significant amount. And well, Toronto is the one that I really want to key in on. We don't have so MLS doesn't have a salary cap. They do. They do have a salary. They do. But, that, but they have that DP. That they have that DP. So okay. Off. So we have a salary cap in MLS, but. Because of the DP stuff and the TAM and all TAM the other all stuff that's going, there's a lot of leeway right. going on. Here. You know, yeah. And looking from afar, and if you looked at a list of team payrolls, um, which obviously, obviously you have it, it almost looks like there isn't a salary cap. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. it's, it's it's a technical. It's technically there is a salary cap, be, but because of I guess you, I'll call them a loophole be, mm-hmm. of the, the designated player right. and the varying. Loophole allocation money that mm-hmm. every team has yes there's technically a, a, a pay, uh, you know uh, a limit yeah but that limit gets so skewed in right. so many well so ways. it's not but it's not like okay so let's go to other major sports okay so nfl football has a salary cap yep okay well, and we've seen that the teams that spend more money in nfl do Pretty much do better. Correct. Yeah, and and I was just gonna ask just before we dive too deep. I wanted mm-hmm. to say this is like I would think does if you're in that top tier, if you're spending a fairly good amount of money on salary, your team's salary. Do you think if let's and you do that consistently, say over a ten year span, mm-hmm. and you're in the top tier, um, do you think you? I mean, I would assume that you'll have a better chance of being a playoff team year after year after year to so have that consistency. Possibly. Yeah, and and I, I have two things. I mean, yeah. if we want to dig in, there are two things. So first, to prove that point wrong, okay. is New York Red Bull. Okay. So they were a top. See, I think in twenty. I think it was in 2014, mm-hmm. New York Red Bull was in the top 10 spending. Yeah. Um, and then they dropped way off. Mm-hmm. Now they've been consistently in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So for that one year, they weren't in the playoffs, and they spent a bunch of money. But 
there's a chance that that one year of high spending kind of helped them build a consistent roster. But yeah. now, in you know, we look at 2015, they were 20th in the league. Uh, 2016, they were 14th. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2017, they were 14th. Uh, 2018, they're 20th again. Yeah. Um, so I think there's, I think Red Bull kind of proves your, your, um, oh yeah, sorry, 14, they were third. Yeah. So I think they kind of prove that point wrong Mm -hmm. in the sense that you don't have to consistently spend. If you can nail it down right away and maybe spend a couple, spend a little bit for a couple of years and then kind of drift off. You can keep that train going. Okay. So let's let's go to the flip side though. Let's go to Toronto FC though. Right. Toronto Toronto FC has spent a shit ton of money. Yes. On players. And since 2014, they have been the number one spender every exactly single right. season. Um, and top that off, um, they have spent in this particular season when they did not make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They spent nine million more. Yep. On their payroll than the next team, which mm-hmm. was New York City. They didn't compete for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They finished the same points as Minnesota. Mm-hmm. They actually finished with a loss less than Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Minnesota beat them. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, before you beat them down too much, they did have back-to-back MLS Cup appearances in 16 and 17. And I would argue yeah. that they were two of the most boring finals mm-hmm. I've ever watched. Yeah. But... That's neither here nor there. I, I'm biased towards against some of their players. Um, both against now, just so we, just so the listeners who may not know, both both of those MLS cups were it was a repeat of, of Toronto yes, and Seattle. And Seattle. Yeah. And yeah. Seattle, you know, to put it in perspective, were fifth and seventh respectively yep. in mm-hmm. payroll. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of an MLS cup of that upper tier. Yep, it was. For back to back years. And so another thing about Toronto um, is that in twenty fourteen they're the only top tier team. Yeah, uh, well, top three team that has not made the playoffs mm-hmm. every single year they've been in the top three okay. spending. So yeah, to spin it back out, um, you know, Tony, where you were going, you, you know, you, M- does the NFL have a salary cap? Yes. NBA, yes. NHL, yes. MLB, MLB does do- technically doesn't, but in an indirect way, mm-hmm. um, they do in the sense that they have a a luxury tax. If you exceed, I think uh, off the top of my head, 190 million yes, dollars right. payroll, right. you have to pay a not just Five so percent. It's a significant tax, so it's a significant motivation to keep your salary under that number, even though you don't have to. It's a very significant. So tax. does the NBA, though. NBA oh, does do the they same do it thing. that way. But and yeah, you'll see it in the MLB. Uh, teams who spend a lot of money are usually the teams that are in the top uh, or in the playoffs and winning World Series. Right. It's real easy. It's New York. It's Boston. L.A. They're consistently and again competing. It's, yeah, they're always competing. New York is always going to buy. Whoever they want to buy because they can spend that kind of money. When you go to the NBA, though, or I'm sorry, NFL, you have a salary cap. So you have to make sure the guys you're paying fit into your cap. Just like the Vikings with Cousins, they have to make sure he fits in so they can keep the other players around. Yep. And, and when we start talking about MLS and we say there's a salary cap, but there's really a salary cap, but it's a right. It's a very flexible salary. Very cap. flexible salary cap. So if the MLS actually had a salary cap, we wouldn't see all these uh, DPS and all this other stuff going on because they couldn't pay right. those guys. So do, do you they can. Do you envision a time in the say 
near future next I'll, when i say near future i'll say the next five ten years where maybe they go to more of a traditional salary cap they get rid of the designated player i don't slot. think they can and the reason why they can't dave is because i don't think the owners want to spend that yeah. they don't want to have a salary cap because they don't want to be able they don't want to have to spend a certain amount of money to win what you've shown doesn't matter anyways but i don't think this the owners want to spend that type of money i don't there's a lot of owners well, in MLS who aren't like. Yeah, you. I I think I I, I see your point. I think yeah. it's it's that situation where if there's a salary cap that's mm-hmm. low, like we have it now, mm-hmm. and you have those loopholes. Yeah. It allows teams to not spend too much money. Yeah. If you get rid of those loopholes and increase the salary cap by say, fifteen twenty million. Mm-hmm. Now those owners have to be like, they have to answer to the fans of well the salary cap is this much why did mm-hmm. you spend 60 yeah. percent of your salary I just, I, th- I just think it's so funny i mean the salary i mean we've brought it up but i mean the salary cap in the mls is just is it's roughly around five hundred thousand. we don't need the exact amount but it's roughly around five hundred thousand. now like this year say i think the loon spent closer to eight million dollars yeah so yeah. You, you so i, I sit here eight, and i'm telling you that the salary cap is five hundred thousand dollars <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the yeah. loon spent around eight million yeah and they were not even anywhere close to the top end of what right. teams but are paying again, in salaries. It's, beca- no it's because of the fact that you can move all that money around yeah. and I, do things with it. I just, I just think the salary cap is a bit laughable. If you had a salary cap in MLS that was higher and you actually capped it, you get guys like Arthur Blank of Atlanta who would spend to the cap yep. on great players. Because he can, and because he doesn't care about losing money in MLS, he's not going to lose money because he's playing in a great stadium and whatever. And you have players like our owner who wouldn't spend that money because right. he is doing this all by himself. He is, he's the guy. Right. You know? So um, we're talking about a young league here, guys. And we're talking about, even though it's been around for how many years has MLS been around? About 20, 23, 25 23. years. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mid-90s. But we're 96, right? 96. 96. Okay, so just okay. over no. 20 but years. But we're still talking about a young league here where we're still trying to figure out... 95? 95? Was it 95? Yeah, so let's call it 23 years. Okay. But we're still talking about a young league who's trying to figure out where they kind of sit in the hierarchy of leagues in the United right. States. Okay. You have four top tier leagues in the United States. And they've all been around for over a long time. 50, 60 years. Okay. So MLS has to do this gradually. They have to Yeah. They kind of have to do their own thing. Yeah. And I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. And I mean I guess bottom line though, this conversation that we're having, the, the stats that Dave mm-hmm. brought us, I mean it all it does come down to like what these teams are spending significant amount of money mm-hmm. on whether it's your whole roster or three players as in the case of the designated player rule here yep, in right. MLS they are spending money and so you're trying to determine hey is it worth it right you know and, and the thing is that it needs to be uh, pointed out <clears throat> and I just realized that I just went back to puberty there my <laughs> spike just throat went crazy in the spike <laughs> blame it on um, your uh, sickness <laughs> so uh, the big thing to point out is you know this doesn't consider transfer fees yeah, yeah. So my general theory behind that is, well, a high transfer fee is going to probably equate to a high salary. Yeah. Under most circumstances. I mean, you're going to have situations even, for instance, with LA Galaxy, who is uh, number two in spending this year in payroll. 
um, not make the playoffs. They're not on here, so we can't even look at them. But they were they didn't spend anything on the transfer fee for Zlatan, mm-hmm. but his salary is outright outrageous. Yeah, so it's huge. You you even have so you have some of those situations where the salary the the transfer fee was really high and the salary is going to be arguably pretty high. But you also have those situations where it's a free transfer and they didn't pay anything, mm-hmm. but their salary is still outrageous. So um, I think, yeah, maybe there's a tiny bit of argument that you spend more on your transfer market, you might see a higher return in the case of, say, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's, I think for the most part, those are going to get filtered out into the salaries as well. I, I just don't think that it's a it's a significant argument. And we're in a whole new ballgame here, guys. I mean, you look at the four sports, the four main sports in the United States. We know what salaries are. We know when there's a trade made and what the salaries do to those trades and everything like that. When it comes to MLS, we're kind of on the European international system where there's, and then we've got, uh, you know, DPs and TAN, all that stuff. I mean, this is a very complicated system. Oh, yeah, they that's, made it terribly complicated. You know, I mean, it's very complicated. That's, that's a good point. So, I mean, like, let's say I'm the general manager next year. I can't just go out and throw money at this no, team and say can't. it's going to be good. No, and maybe the designated player specifically, maybe that makes it more complicated. You have three spots. You yeah. have three shots to bring in. Yeah, you can spend whatever you want, mm-hmm. you know, to a point. But you can spend big money, but only on three spots. So, I yeah. guess the point is you better be hitting those darts correctly. You have you know, to. You better well, hit those yeah. marks. Because and it, I mean, there there is a thing that makes it even more complicated when you bring in the TAM and the GAM. Yeah. And it, yeah. you have players, I mean, for instance, we'll get to when we start talking about our roster, like uh, Francisco Calvo, who is who's right at that edge yep. of a DP salary. Mm-hmm. And so they pay him down. Or yep. uh, um, Romario Ibarra is another situation where he's over that edge and he pays him down. So... You can still you can still screw with the salary cap, yeah. Even without the DPS, so yeah. it's incredibly convoluted and just crazy well, mess. And I look at it. I always like to look at MLS. Uh, I like to compare it to NBA because NBA has got a pretty com- convoluted salary mm-hmm. cap too, but not as convoluted as right. MLS. I mean, they have their you have your bird rights and all, and your mid level exemptions, all that stuff. Yep. But a normal person can figure all that stuff out and see. How much the team is going to spend? Right. When it comes to MLS, I mean, shit. You got so many things you have to think about. You got TAMs, you got DPS, you got loans, you got all this stuff. Yep. And it makes it totally nuts. Yeah. Well, and then you've got you've got um, yeah, homegrown players affect the salary differently. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got Generation Adidas, which affects the salary differently. Exactly right. You've got your international players you have to consider. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the the roster rules in in Major League Soccer now, obviously. Other leagues have international rules too, um, but they don't have the homegrown stuff. They don't have well. I, I take that back. Some leagues do have some homegrown stuff. I did it for our uh, for our supplemental episode when we talked about the uh, big Christian Ramirez trade. Yeah. I, I actually went onto the MLS website and printed out because this is it was. I'm not gonna. We won't go into detail, but I was really That's getting right. curious it about like 30 pages. What's what is general allocation money that we're getting? Yeah. What is t- targeted allocation mm-hmm. money? You know, what are some of the salary cap? Rules and so I printed out that document and it was like forty pages long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I used my home printer to do it. So just, <laughs> I'm just gonna put that out there for some. You know, for Dave's reasons, company but, doesn't need to know about that. But anyways, no, yeah, it's huge. And you try and I spent 
I spent maybe an hour just reviewing it, and it's, it's yeah. complicated. It's it's unbelievable. And that's what I'm talking about is the fact that you look at the four major league sports in the United States, and you see all their salary stuff. That's you know you know when you make a trade, this is what this is, and this salary here, and whatever it is. You know, NBA is a little complicated. I was talking sternly about this. Is NBA is a little complicated because you got the designated player or you got the bird rights, you got no whatever. But then you jump into MLS, and it's like going from reading at kindergarten level to reading at high school level. I mean, okay. you 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 go from. I mean, it's crazy. Well, it's it's more like a master's degree in fairyland. Yeah, did, yeah. Did you, did you mention bird law? The bird laws, yeah. Okay. The bird. I mean, the bird contract stuff. Okay. In the NBA. Okay. Which is. I won't get into it, but it means that you can keep a guy for more than his salary is in the NBA if. He's on your team for a certain amount of years and blah, blah, blah. But that's, it's complicated, but you can understand it. Right. You know, MLS, I understand where they're, I understand what they're doing. They're trying to make it European, you know, kind of doing the same thing as Europe does a little bit. Yeah. Bring it to the MLS, make it. Because they couldn't, MLS couldn't be a great league if they just made it like any other leagues in the United States. Right. Because we wouldn't get the players we would get. I mean, nobody would come here. They'd be like, oh, you want to give me a salary of uh, $300,000? Well, screw you. I can go to right. Europe and make yeah, millions of dollars. You know? yeah. But still, we're not going to get the big guys, but at least we're getting guys like Darwin. Right. You know, the guys in Atlanta. I mean, come on. Yeah. Oh, I'm, just, I'm a little disappointed you, get, you didn't get that Always Sunny in Philadelphia reference to Bird Law. You, you must Dude, not watch Dude, I don't show. watch that show oh, that's, very much. That's a shame. Anyways. I'm sorry. I don't. I'm sure somebody listening to this <laughs> podcast will know what I mean when I clarified your use of bird law. But anyways, we can move on. Sorry. So, um, yeah. My conclusions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I tried to do this analogy. I was thinking it was two episodes ago. Maybe maybe it was at Alloy. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I, I said we give John some money yeah. to go to a liquor store to buy whiskey. Oh, so it was an Omni. It was an Omni. Yeah, it was, last it was Omni. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it. And it, I, I thought about that after I was listening to it again to write up my conclusion. Mm-hmm. I was like, it wasn't a, a fantastic analogy because the money was too high. Yeah. So I said, if we gave John, who admittedly doesn't drink whiskey, yeah, uh, doesn't know anything about whiskey, mm-hmm. um, gave him five hundred dollars to go to a liquor store and say, okay, buy the best whiskey you can get for a group of six guys. We're yep. gonna go have a whiskey night. Mm-hmm. He's gonna come out with. Five or six bottles because he's going to inevitably pay more money. Mm-hmm. He might even look at the design of the bottle and try to pick something out that way. That's right. And it's he's going to pick it based on that. Yep. Now, you give someone like me who, as at the outset of this episode, I said I'm a big craft whiskey guy. Mm-hmm. You give me $500, I'm going to go in and I'm going to bring out like seven, eight bottles of whiskey. I'm going to right. bring out a, a mixing set, a, a set of six rocks glasses, a bunch of mixers mm-hmm. and still have enough money left over to buy us all cigars we're gonna yep. sit around all night drinking whiskey cocktails smoking cigars and talking shit that's oh, right no we know and who to send shopping <laughs> <laughs> next <laughs> podcast five hundred dollars to sterling <laughs> and so my point is it's all about spending your money wisely that's right that's right that's right and and so minnesota was 16th in the league in spending this season mm-hmm. on their payroll it would literally take a million and a half probably more spending this year yeah to put them in solidly into like maybe 10th 11th in spending 
but and who do they be want? right in that middle tier, technically in a place that has a significantly higher chance probability of of uh, making the playoffs. Hold on a second. But the question is, <laughs> yes, leading to a text that you sent me. <laughs> I know. Yes. 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 Can Manny spend the money wisely? <laughs> is Manny Lagos more like you or Johnny when it comes to whiskey? And I'm going to say Manny Lagos has a lot more Johnny tendencies than he does your tendencies. Yeah, and he it, might. It, maybe it's a little harder, too. Um, you know, we were just talking about all the major sports and their payrolls. Mm-hmm. But is it a little is it a little harder? Say with the NBA, you, you go buy three. Let's say, you, let's say they had designated players. Yeah. You go okay. pick three players. If you go right. spend the most money on three players, three players on a team that starts five, five players guys. Yep. is fairly That's significant. Right. Right. Is it harder in the MLS world or soccer in general to you know well, yeah. to fit to find the players that you want that say you can spend oh, money on three sure. of them is but it harder you got to fit them into a system you so have to and that's and again I'm going to go back to NFL on this is like you have 11 guys on each side of the field right so you got to make sure that those 11 guys play well together and MLS is the same deal yeah they make sure those guys play so you might you can go out and buy the most expensive guy in the world. Say, and yeah, say you're a striker for for that matter. Exactly like right. You, you, but you still got to have guys in the midfield to but, feed them the ball. Exactly. And, you, and as a team, you can't be giving up five no, goals a game no. like the loons were doing last you, year and earlier this year. You have to get guys who are going to play in your system, and you have to get enough guys. Getting Darwin was great, okay? Yeah. But they already had Ibarra at right. midfield. And we saw how good Ibarra get Darwin the ball and work together with him. And we saw how much better Ibarra got with Kinkai. exactly right. And so if you got a if you got Darwin and that's all the money you spent and you got a bunch of scrubs behind you, well then Darwin's not in the conversation, right? Because he's not doing jack shit. And we saw that this season where he would get frustrated. You can mm-hmm. see his body mm-hmm. language at mm-hmm. times during games, and it. It's because, look, he can do everything he possibly can in the entire mm-hmm. world. But if you don't have other pieces around him, it's not going to work. If yeah. you don't have a defense that can withstand not giving up five goals in a game, mm-hmm. if you don't have a midfield that can, one, attack, but also help out the defense a bit, um, you're going to have issues. Yeah. And so... If you don't have a forward, and it, I mean, if you have a forward and you don't have anybody giving the ball, mm-hmm. it's not going to matter. He's not going to do any good. Yeah. You know, you can look at look at Real Madrid as a really good example. This yeah, season. oh yeah. I mean, they have been just shit in the bed, mm-hmm. and it, I don't know what their payroll numbers are. I'm going to bet that they probably rival that of like the New York Yankees. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm I mean, on that. Yeah. I mean, it's, but. But look, I mean, there's something wrong. Either it's a, the manager can't fit a system to fit the players, mm-hmm. or the players aren't playing well together, or maybe there's just a couple of missed pieces. I don't follow Real Madrid or La Liga that much, so I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know their main problems. But um, there's something wrong there. When you have a team that's that stacked mm-hmm. yeah. and they're not playing up to par, there's something going on. There's got to be a piece missing or what? It all comes back to spending money yep. where it needs to be spent. And it does, yeah. And I think, yeah, at least, you know, say in Europe, and you're talking about, you know, the this, you know, whether you're talking about the Spanish League or, the Euro, you know, English League, um, at least, you know, they have, they can spend 
massive amounts of money on their entire roster where, yeah. say, the MLS doesn't have that option. It yep. makes it a little more difficult, I guess, to build a winning roster. And maybe that's why we see some of the discrepancies year to year, you know, on the numbers that you brought yep. up earlier, Dave. Is Yeah, I mean, you can spend money great, but you have to build an entire roster. You have to be smart, Dave. You yeah. have to be smart. And you have to do that through different ways. You, you do. Can't just you do. have your DPs. And let's go back to the whiskey conversation, okay? So let's go back to that. If... Johnny went and bought five hundred dollars worth of whiskey. He's gonna buy all the best stuff in the world, and that's that. Okay, so within an hour or two, anybody, all of us who are there, are gonna be like, well, that's that's great. Now we're done. Right. We have no money left, and we're not doing jack shit. We're it's all completely gone. done. Okay. Yeah. Well, you want to buy it? You bought some some really good stuff, and you bought some mid stuff. You bought some low stuff, and you bought some extras on top of right. that. So we have a great night. Okay. We're, we we bring it all together, right. okay? And that's what you have to do with Major League Sports teams. You have to bring it all together. Right. You can't go spend a ton of money on a yeah. couple guys. Atlanta did that. Yeah, they did. I mean, they, okay. they, they have did. like three guys on the roster that are really high paid. But they're going to flame out. And everybody not necessarily Tony, but I mean, and well, actually, just I mean, I'm I'm having a brain fart here. Did did Atlanta make the playoffs last year? Yeah, well, okay, they did. They did. Yeah. So back to back years of reaching the playoffs. This year, yeah. reaching the semifinal. Yeah. Um, so that money has worked. I mean, I guess if, if I, we, I would we, say we graded, that like, yeah, we don't all agree on how we're going to grade the team we did that last podcast. But I mean, yeah. I, in my opinion, if you make the playoffs, that's a passing grade. So they're doing that. But, but season three, look who's leaving that team. Okay. Yeah. Their manager is going to leave. Okay. Possibly Almiron. And one of their guys is going to leave. Possibly yeah. Martin. Even and, though Martin has kind of said some things in the media this past week that would suggest he's going to be at Atlanta for a while, but okay. you're going to lose some of those teams. Yeah. And Player look, I, I'm a big I'm a big guy about building a team from the bottom up. Yeah. I want them to add players to do it because you get no. sustained success I, off of that. I, I understand what you're saying. I think what you're saying is that maybe the three-year plan that we always talk about, maybe that yeah. wasn't, maybe it should be more like a seven or eight-year plan because <laughs> building an MLS roster is difficult. Uh, and I think maybe we need to cut Manny Lagos a little slack. There, there no, are some people out there on on Twitterverse that would just like skewer you. Mm. That's why I said it, you know, and honestly, <laughs> I, I'm starting to believe it a little bit. Mm. You know what? You know, seven years. Well, wow, I don't not give him many Lago seven. No, years. I'm just, if we're going to do it the Minnesota way, if we're, if we're oh, not, not going to do it the Atlanta Jesus. way, if we're not going to do it the Atlanta way, <sighs> throw a bunch of money at your designated players, throw, you know, manipulate your salary. You know, maybe if we're going to do it this way, <laughs> well, maybe we need more time. Maybe three years well, isn't long enough. So, you know, to that point, and, I'm just. I yeah, gotta bring we're it not, up. We're not. I mean, it's I, an. It's. I'm not. Me and you can you, go into conversations about you know every other sports team hey, in this. You know what I'm doing here. Area. I know. I know what you're doing. This. I know po- this doing. podcast. It, it. You know. We know our opinion. We yeah, know. Yeah. Right. Twi- know. The Twitterverse. We know their I know. opinion. I'm just saying it's maybe not that. Uh, right. Like yeah. I'm doing this a little bit. You know, jokingly, uh, but not completely, because there's arguments to be made. You need. You want to build a winner. There is. There's arguments to be made. But so I mean, like. You know, I think after the break, yeah, um, we we should talk about this because I think there is one thing that I want to bring up when we start getting into our roster stuff mm-hmm. about the Twitterverse mm-hmm. and how they've been how they've been kind of upset with the growth of our program. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I really actually like about our program is how we built our academy. 
Yeah, that's right. So because we built it from the ground up, like right. that, that 13, right. 14, 15 year old range mm-hmm. where we're not going to see any results from that academy for like five mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. But it's actually pretty cool because they're getting they're going through the system. They're growing with mm-hmm. the system. The coaches are growing with them. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can't remember the guy's name that runs the academy, but he's he's doing a really great job of just kind of building the pieces on top of each other. And by those time, by the time those kids hit eighteen or maybe seventeen, and they're mm-hmm. ready to maybe see some senior team play, mm-hmm. you've got guys, brand new kids that are at twelve, eleven, yeah. that yeah. are starting the process all over again, and it, that's. I think that's something that's really cool about our program. It is cool, Dave, but I'm going to argue with you a little bit about that because there's another team in this state that's done the same thing that this team is trying to do, and the last couple of years it hasn't worked out for them. You put all your eggs in one basket, right? and it turns out bad. Not saying it's not a good thing to do. I'm just saying that things are going to turn out a little bit different yeah so uh we're gonna come back we're gonna have some roster discussion uh dave stevens is gonna wash his mouth out with soap after he said that manny lago should get six years i'll I'll get seven actually seven years i'll use the break to get myself back in line we'll slap him a little bit it'll be fine um we'll come back in a little bit guys we're gonna have some more beers and we'll see you in a couple minutes FM, which is the beautiful game network. Dave, anything to say? It is beautiful. Yeah. Sorry, I was doing my uh, announcer voice. I apologize for that. Um, <laughs> Pretty yeah, good. I was kind of wondering. Yeah, I, me too. It's Minneapolis, St. Paul. Temperature is 32 degrees. Got a traffic jam out there on 494. I'm sorry. Um, so let's get back. Well, before we get back into it, guys, we have some new beers here. Okay, because we went and got some new beers from the refrigerator. Um, Sterling, you decided to go with Liquid Stardust. Yeah. How do you like it? I I really like it. If it wasn't 7%, mm. um, I would say this would be a beer yeah. that you could throw back a lot of. That, uh, I'm telling you, when I saw the 7% on that, I said, this is going to kill me. Because I'm a big uh, Surly uh, Cynical fan. Okay. And that's 65 and I'll drink that religiously, but that after two of those, that's like Bleh. this is seven percent. Uh, good lord, yeah, I might die later tonight. Yeah, you know I I love it. It's it's nice and smooth. The hops mm-hmm. aren't too crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, you can tell it's some, you know, you can tell that sparkly champagne mm-hmm. thing. Champagne thing. Um, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. man, if this was out in the summer mm-hmm. and I didn't have anywhere to be the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The thing is, like, gives me out surly. I, I love surly beers. I'll say it again for the 50th time this podcast. This is a type of beer that 
I wish they bring out in the summertime. I don't know why they do it in the wintertime. Because wintertime should be more about porters. Stevens, you're a big porter I, guy. I'm nodding my head. doesn't do anything yep. for the listeners, but yes, yeah, I totally yeah, agree. Yeah. Um, so you bring something like that out in the, in the wintertime. It's like, yes, yeah, great for guys like me who aren't big porter fans, but I'd like to see that out in June or July when right. I'm having a good time outside. Now that's, I mean, that's, do they, they have kind of a rotation going because I see, I'm just looking at the can here. It's a sparkling. Um, yeah, they do. A spark, yeah. yeah because, so they have other options that are similar mm-hmm. to that, but it's mm-hmm. not that specific one. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, Dave Stevens, what did you go with? I actually couldn't resist uh, David Sterling's offer to try the rest of his uh, Matchbox coffee oh. porter from, again, mm-hmm. Dangerous Man Dangerous Brewing. Man and I'm, I'm a huge, you know, as well as a porter fan, I'm also a coffee fan. So, yeah, mm-hmm. this, the, the coffee aroma is just just mm. awesome and and it's you know much lower in the IBUs mm-hmm. and the alcohol by volume so it just made a little sense to switch gears good. but yeah so far I'm impressed I uh went the hop star from Fulton so we switched it up so we had uh, dangerous man we had surly now we have Fulton brewing uh again my sister-in-law Jamie went out and bought me a bunch of beers I didn't know what she's going to buy uh but she bought me the hop star which is a, a session uh IPA only 4.9% on the alcohol level. And the IBUs are only 37. So it's a it's a pounder, and uh, which is nice. Even though it says Hopstar on it, uh, it's still a good thing. Um, let's, let's get into what we were talking about before we took the break, okay? Uh, Dave, we have a bunch of different dates, which I put on our Facebook page. I think Twitter, you put it on Twitter too, uh, I don't recall if I did that or not. You might have. Uh, but Facebook, we put it on the Facebook yep. page. Yep. A bunch of different uh, important dates for the loons this year. And Dave, Stevens, you're going to run those off. Right Absolutely. Now. And yeah, I think it's it's important. I think it's kind of interesting, really. Because you think of it, oh, we're in the off season. It's going to be months mm-hmm. and months of boredom and you know, not really going on. No, not really at all. And I'll read off the dates right. real quick. But yeah, there's a lot going on. Beginning tomorrow, and we'll, I'll come back to this, but beginning tomorrow, the 26th of November is the option exercise deadline and we'll get into much more detail further but then just moving on then coming into december you got the eighth which is we already talked about the cup final so mm-hmm. that's a big day on the calendar mm-hmm. not so much for the loons but they'll no. be watching no. and then but the important part of that just after that final literally the day after on the ninth you've got a half day trade window and that'll be interesting mm. i'm sure we'll talk about that in future podcasts like most of these dates but that'll be a big day on the ninth and two days later uh, we brought it up last podcast, but December 11th, that's your expansion draft for yep. FC Cincinnati. Yep. So that, that'll be a big day. And then also on that same day, just an hour after the draft ends, that's when free agency starts. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge day. And then still on December 12th, the next day, you have the MLS waiver draft. Won't go into details, but it's it's days to remember here. And then on the 14th and 20th, respectively, you have the re-entry draft. So basically, bottom line, December is a big month following yeah. the final, just yeah. because that's it's when huge. all your drafts start. So mm-hmm. big day. And then I guess a day in December that we're all going to look forward to, date hasn't been announced yet, but uh, mid-December will be the home opener announcement. Oh, yeah. So we're yeah. going to find out at least yeah. when we start the season. March. In, and they may not announce a full season at that point, but they're at least going to give us two dates, and that's going to tell us when the first game at Allianz Field will be. Are those seats heated, Sterling? Seats are not heated, but they are oh. cushioned. Oh, there, there you go. That's well, we fine. know the field's heated. We already talked yeah, about that. Yeah, the field's heated. Yeah, yeah. So. And they supposedly have that ceiling ambiance. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm close to the ceiling, so. 
It should be. We got warm. heat. We got heat. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, December's a busy month, but quite, as a fan, I think that's you know what whatever that day is, that's the one I'm going to be most let's looking forward to. We'll go, have a lot to talk about. Let's go back to, just quickly. Go back to opening day. Um, the three of us will be at the opening uh, day of uh, the loons at Allianz Field. We all three of us will be there. Right, uh, Sterling, you've got season tickets. Um, you have three of them, right? Right. Um, it doesn't matter if Sterling gives them to Hoo-ha or whoever. Uh, oh, Jangles. Stevens and I will be there. We're going to buy tickets. We're all going to be there for that game. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, we have to be. Yeah, and we can meet up beforehand with Hoo-ha oh, yeah. and Bojangles and Sterling, yeah, yeah. you know, somewhere. If you bring somebody, like, if you bring Andrewski, I'll be very upset about it. I'm just kidding. You can bring him if you want to. You can bring Johnny if you want to. It's fine. We'll, we'll pay. Me, me and Dave will pay to get in. It's cool. You know, I, I I do sense that as being a really good podcast game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I highly doubt with a what if we did a lot five month old, yeah, that my wife is going to want to come with. Well, I don't think so. She will. It would be, I mean, it'll be three open seats. Yeah, two open seats. But um, I'm saying is that if you decide to bring Johnny, which you can. Dave and I will find ways to get in there. I, I mean, I guess it just depends on how vindictive we want to be. I think we should well. do a lottery. And obviously, <laughs> David Stur- Sterling, you would have the best odds of going to that game. But uh, not, it wouldn't be a lot. We're gonna, maybe, we're, maybe, it's his season tickets. Why don't you do a lottery for his season tickets? Just to make Come it, in, just to make it interesting. Just to make it interesting. He's the one who pays the money. Okay. Jiminy Christmas. Oh, yeah, that's true. Good point. Yeah. Okay. I mean, at least a 95% uh, chance. Jiminy oh, Christmas. We, the three of us... It's we will all be there. I mean, we not might all be sitting together, but we'll be there. So we'll have a lot to talk about in that one. Uh, after that, Dave. Yeah. So getting you know after December, you know, then now you're you're almost into the preseason. But just mm-hmm. real quickly, won't go into details. In early January, third through the ninth, you have the Adidas MLS Player Combine. Yeah. Um, when we do have Adidas or Adidas Generation players on our team, and we'll, we'll see what happens there. Followed by January 11th, the MLS Super Draft. So, oh, yeah. again, you know, it's it's a pretty busy January and December. Um, and finally, we'll get in, finally, mid-January at some point, that's when we're going to know the entire slate of, slate, of our yeah, schedule. Yeah. Um, and then, before you know it, um, it says, you know, they have it on here, you know, January, February, that's when the preseason begins. So, yeah. we're, we're going to be there before you know it. And yeah, I think uh, preseason usually starts that first week of February. Yep. We don't have much of an off season, really. It, yeah, and they don't they don't give it an exact date on the mm-hmm. start, but it just says mid, um, just says mm-hmm. January. But I'm assuming that's late January after the schedule. But all right, so let's so, go back to boom. number. Yep, the number one date numbers. on our list, Tomorrow. which is is Tomorrow, relevant yeah. to this podcast because mm-hmm. it is November 26th. It is Monday, mm-hmm. uh, which is the option exercise deadline. And so, really, what that is is it's going to be a big day, really. I think, and especially um, segues right into what we're going to talk about next. But mm-hmm. that's essentially where teams are going to make their first moves for next season. You know, basically by announcing whose options are and are not going to be exercised. And so we're going to find out which players are receiving offers for new contracts. Well, let's let's get one thing out of the way right right, right now. Is uh, Kalman has been signed through twenty twenty right. already? Um, that was announced uh, a couple days ago, and and it's the only announcement. And it's the only announcement we've yeah. seen and, so far. Yeah. Though, 
Alexi Gomez has made it pretty clear, I think, that he's not coming back. Well, that's good. We don't because, want him back anyway. I mean, I think it was the week after the season he had already sent a thank you. And, thank God. But let's go back to Kelman a little bit. Um, I think, and we talked about this uh, off the podcast, but I think one of the reasons why they announced that he was resigning until 2020 is because he's one of us. Right. He's a Minnesotan. Uh, he uh, holds that Minnesota legacy on a <laughs> on a major team, just like Joe Maurer, just like Adam Thielen, just like uh, the Wild uh, with uh, Suter and uh, uh, what's his name? Parisi. Parisi. Uh, just like that. It's a Minnesota name. And the, and, the, and the Timberwolves with Jones as well, you know. But. Yeah, uh, but w- so would I be wrong in saying, and, and I could be, but is he our is he not our best defensive player? I mean, I don't know. I mm, okay. So uh, I believe I said this in the last mm, podcast. To was that John? Yeah, yeah, I would like to go outside and fight you. Okay. Yeah. No. He's yeah, not. you did say that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I, I was only yeah I only brought that up you know because there's a couple mm. there's are a couple other defenders on that were on the roster last year. That he's I'd a like he's back, a good but. defender. Uh, don't get me wrong. Yeah, he's a good defender. But again, I think the reason why this team is doing this is because he's one of us, Minnesota guy. He gets those fans who are big on Minnesota people into right. the stands, and guys who aren't like us because I don't think any of us care about. Minnesota guys, great story. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think we care about it as much as other people do. Yeah, I mean, I kind of look at, at Brent Coleman as kind of a Honda Civic. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's fitting because Honda is the regional Honda dealers are sponsored Minnesota United. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you know he's not flashy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's reliable. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't think he's. If I were to pick out a car, no, yeah, I wouldn't pick out Honda Civic. Okay, no, okay, maybe as a car for my daughter. No, <laughs> as a for, for sure as a car for my daughter. You know, um, but for me personally, I wouldn't pick it out. And, and, I think he's great. I think he belongs on the roster. Yeah, uh, and, I just and, don't. Yeah. And fair enough, because we don't know, you know, and maybe we will later. Uh, but we don't necessarily know the terms of those contracts. It's not no. like he's going to be. He may or may not be highly paid. We don't know. But that's true. But they, all we know is they signed him. He's the only player they've signed so far. But there's a reason for that. Um, we don't even know if he'll be starting next year. At no, this point. we don't. But again, I'm gonna go back to it. Finalize it. The reason why we say he we signed him is because he's a Minnesota guy. Yeah. And it makes it nice for where did the loon sign the Minnesota guy until 2020? It could and, be. That's you what, know, I and think, he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. I think it has a lot to do with how uh, completely shitty the FO has kind of been lately. Yeah. And so they kind of they saw the benefit of having him on the roster. Yeah, yeah. And so they took advantage of how it would appease the fan base. So before, I, I really do. I don't even think he necessarily have to go to the Minnesota side. It's simply, he was a fan favorite. Yes, of course, he was. of course he was. Of course he was, And so, a way to kind of give the fans what they want yeah. in a package that's not going to cost the team a whole lot, and, let's sign And you're saying you're Minnesota fan favorite from back in the day. Remember we remember we did midseason with the Ramirez thing. Right. Let's, uh, I mean, Kalman, let's, let's keep Kalman for a while. And let's keep... 
a bar. I'm sure we're going to see an announcement about a bar for a oh, while. Oh, yeah, because he has an option. He has an option. And, yeah. You know, and maybe we don't have an answer to the question I'm going to raise is, but I mean, does how did they make that move earlier? You know, it was what, two weeks ago now? How did they make mm-hmm. that move ahead of, you know, tomorrow's, you know, the option exercise deadline? Is it because he didn't have an option one or the other? I'm and thinking, yeah. I think it's a free I don't agent. know for sure. And that being said, you know, free agency hasn't mm-hmm. opened up, so I'm a little, you know. I, I think, and I could be completely wrong about well, this. Well, at least if you're. Uh, but I think that up to the free agent deadline day. Yeah. What is that, the 11th? The 11th, yeah. Um, teams can freely sign. Yeah. Um, any any player there. on their roster. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that would make sense. So, um yeah. Anybody who they don't sign on the roster will then becomes a free agent. Say, free yeah. agent. say tomorrow we decline so and so's option. They but become a free agent. Well, now when, that might be waiver. I don't know. That'd be waiver because I don't think they can become a free agent until after the championship game is. Till after that that date. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. actually, that's true. I would imagine that they could they could um, choose not to do an option. Mm-hmm. And still, before December 11th, renegotiate a contract. I have a feeling it's any guys who are technically free agents now with all the teams who are not in the playoffs, your team can re-sign you yeah. as much as they want to. But if you decide not to take it, at that point, free agency happens, then right. you're yeah. good yeah. to go. Since, I think that's how it yeah, works. So. Since I brought it up, I'll just go with a couple little details. So af- after the expansion draft, free agency begins, mm-hmm. and just a, just details... Um, so it basically says after the draft concludes the expansion draft on the 11th, free agency will begin for all out of contract players who meet the requirements. Now a little more detail. Then on December 12th, that's the MLS waiver draft. Um, that's when the MLS teams will have their chance to select players who have been waived, like we're talking about tomorrow, mm-hmm. and do not qualify for free agency and reentry draft. And now I don't have all the details. Um, Basically, these would be the younger players who are new to the league. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because so. there are age limits on re-entry. And I know that. So my feeling is, if that's the case, then the loons have to go ahead and re-sign a bunch of players in the next couple weeks here. Well, yeah, because they have no guaranteed contracts. No guaranteed contracts before the expansion draft happens. Then they have to say, okay, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna protect you guys, not protect other guys. Right. And that becomes kind of a whole like game of chance it's like well we signed you for this amount but we're gonna leave you unprotected and hope that cincinnati gets you but we talked about this before sterling the fact that cincinnati came from the lower leagues a different whole a different concept of what the the expanse draft is going to be because yeah atlanta came from nowhere right we came from the lower league we already had players kind of yeah. Set up, and we kept a handful, and of them. we kept a handful. Cincinnati's gonna have the exact same thing, they're yep. gonna keep a bunch of guys and they're gonna fill their roster around those guys. Yep, and so, they've signed a few of them already, and so they're not looking for like the big, you know, big money guys, they're looking for fillers around yep, probably. them. Probably, so it'll be interesting to see what, yeah, happens. I, I think it's gonna be a completely different expansion mm-hmm. draft from, um, especially LA's, uh, but yeah, from it's gonna be more. More similar to what we mm-hmm. did, yeah. It, I mean that was it, that draft was still kind of weird because Atlanta was part of it, mm-hmm. so you know they had that L.A. situation. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be 
That'll so, be a lot harder chess game to for uh, deciding who you're gonna right. leave. Yeah, and we'll get into that when it comes up. But let's talk about let's talk about the guys here, who we think should be gone and who should be kept and who should be. I don't know. That's yeah, yeah. So whipped. you know, I I spent all day yesterday on the couch, not okay. feeling well. Yes, so you're the MVP. I had significant time to you know go well above and beyond my homework. And, well, let's, um, let's get into this a little bit um, because I'm looking at your thing right now. Um, there's three guys in the top here that I'm I'm gonna agree with you on. I believe that Ibsen, Boxel, and uh, Birch should all be gone. I, I mean, was expecting to get some fight for Boxel. Well, you, you're I, gonna you're gonna get a little fight for me on Boxel. Okay. It's just because I saw like when the season started, I didn't know anything about him. You know, he, he's a New Zealand national. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know much about him. I didn't even know that. You know, I've, I've, mm. but as the season's grown on, or as the season's gone on, he's kind of mm. grown, grown with me. Like a virus? Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, that's not <laughs> positive. Thing. That's I don't know. Positive I, I just, to me, I saw, you know, not that just to get it, okay. he got his first goal. I just look at him as a big body, uh, you know, technically sound defender that I, I, I saw some growth. I guess that's what I was trying let to me, say. Let me, let me, let me just stick it at you right now, and you can argue with me as much as you want. I saw Boxel as a guy who he had some moments, but I think we can get better in that area. I think we can get somebody better in that area. Yeah, I mean, you know? I, yeah, I mean, I, I can't disagree with that. So, and that's why we're gonna have to wait and see what happens. Mm-hmm. But he's a guy that you know, I wouldn't say let's drop him. I would say, well, it, you know, maybe. I guess you kind of have to make that decision. I, and I, right now, I'd take that off. But look how much he makes, though. I mean, look and at. I'm looking at that number. It's two hundred sixty-seven. Two sixty-seven a year. That's fairly high. Yeah, it is yeah. a bit high. And He's, so, the reason I wanted him cut: mm-hmm. one, his salary; mm-hmm. two, he's thirty. He's an international. And he's thirty. And three, his age. Yeah. So, um, yeah, for me, I was like, I, I have nothing against how he plays. I yeah. think he was fine. I, I think our the majority of our defensive woes were yep. on the wings mm-hmm. and in front of the CBs. And before we go any further, I I have to correct myself from earlier before the break. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure at least two or three times I mentioned that the salary cap was like five hundred thousand. Yeah. I meant to say about five million. Five million. I, yeah, I, yeah. I knew what you were saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, not maybe everybody else didn't, but I That's that true. when we just mentioned is two hundred. Dave is now on suspension. Yes. We lost some listeners. I'm just point. making a correction. So I meant to say around five million because <laughs> when I say that Boxel makes two hundred sixty-seven thousand. Yeah, yeah. But but here's my deal. I look at those three guys right there. Okay, Ibsen, Boxel, and Birch. Okay, Ibsen's thirty-five. Get him out of there. And he's making three hundred seventeen thousand. He was around in the NASL days. Who gives a shit? But he's making over three hundred thousand. It's incredible. Yeah, it's he's got seniority. Yeah, get him out of there. Okay, I'm Uh, not going to disagree. Birch is is thirty four. He's making one forty. But he's thirty four. He's thirty four. I think one. You know, for Birch, one forty isn't really that bad of a price for him. However, he dropped off significantly with his injuries this year. But the funny thing is. Those three guys we're going to look at, all of them are over 30. Yep. And Boxel is 30, and he's making 267. Yep. Okay. Um, I don't know if Boxel can go anywhere else and make that kind of money because he's 30. 
Yeah, probably not. In fact, he probably came to Major League Soccer from, what was it, South Africa, right? He did, yeah. No. Um, because of that pay. Yeah. So he's making way too much money. Now, well, not to mention it's much more secure here than South Africa. Now, if if they could re-sign Boxel for, uh, let's say, let's do him at 150, would you keep him at 150? I would. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe he's one of those guys where you give him a, 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 an offer like that. If he yeah. accepts it, great. But yeah. maybe he's a guy that you don't protect right. in the expansion. Well, draft. and here's the thing. He could be a guy that has an option, mm-hmm. which means I mean, yeah. you're not going to have a choice. Right. But I think you can do almost the same or a little bit better than Boxel at a lower price with a younger guy. Well, and I think so, too. And on top of that, I think you can get a guy that has major league soccer experience. Exactly right. Exactly um, right. You know, if, if I were, you know, if I were them, mm-hmm. I would try to find like a 27 year old, 26 mm-hmm. year old mm-hmm. from major league soccer, mm-hmm. get him in at like 200,000, 180, something like that. Mm-hmm. Who is, I mean, he doesn't have to be a superstar, you know, he doesn't no. have to be fantastic. No. He just needs to be a Brent Kelman. Yeah, that's you know exactly. a reliable, a reliable guy. Yeah. So those three guys, I think I'm pretty good with that. Stevens, I know you're not with the boxel thing. But I mean, I'm 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 no, just throwing out the counterpoints. It's, it's, yeah, it's debatable yeah, I guess, I guess there, and it'll be. Int- I'm very interested to see how that one turns out. Actually, okay. Next we have Calvo. We're keeping this guy. Oh right. yeah. And it, why wouldn't we? It's. I think it's funny because I know we've gone back and forth on him all year, especially earlier in the year. But I mean, there was a point at this Out of podcast position. where we Out all of admitted, oh yeah, how much like Out when he position. was finally when he left us for you know World Cup international mm-hmm. duty. Like, thank God. And like, mm-hmm. wow, wait mm-hmm. a minute, we actually missed this guy. And mm-hmm. he, so I think we all agree, Cal. Yeah. And he was out of position for a long time. Well, you know, and that and that's the thing. You know, I I have him on my chart as starting, but I haven't on my chart as starting. Though I say his his position is center back, left back, I'm saying, look, starting he needs to be at left back. Left back, yeah. There, there's no yep. question about it. If he's not, he shouldn't be at left back. back starting. He doesn't belong on a roster. We saw how bad he was at center back. I mean, we saw the mistakes he made at center back. Yeah, and you know, I don't even think he's necessarily bad at center back. He just no, it's, is. He's he not, tends to okay. make mistakes. It was he's moments. Average at center back. Yeah, he is great at left yeah. back. Without so put him at left back. I, yeah, yeah, and there was a couple things that I really I, I feel like he is he's he's a big part of this team. I, I don't of you know we're is. not in the locker room, but I feel like yeah. he's one of those guys that you know he he wants to put the team on his back. Yeah, he shows that emotion. Yeah. You yep. know, I know one of the games I think he was red card suspended. Was it mm-hmm. Dallas or Houston? He 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 made the trip. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, he was there in the stands watching yep. the game. I yep. just feel like he he's he's a part of this team, a big part. We yeah, you know, we he, need him. he definitely, I agree. He seems like one of those guys that will do anything for the team. And he's 26 years old. Exactly. A young guy. Okay. And, it, and reality is, at 26, maybe in two years, he might still be valuable enough to transfer mm-hmm. out if he continues to grow at left back. Right, you're right. So... Calvo is one of your keeps. Uh, Cronin, again, it's one of those guys who's over 30, and he's making 208 a year. Well, and on top of that, he's hasn't played all season hasn't because played. of his concussion. Exactly right. I mean, I think he's done anyway. He's one of those guys who can say, uh, it didn't work out for you, and yeah. it is what it is. 
Uh, Fernando Bob. Bob. You have him as a... Uh, I'm a starter. Starter. At 30 years old, yeah, and $152,000 a year. Yeah, he works in that that level there. Well, the, the, he, the price is right. The price is right. And, it, you know, the, the thing for me is also... So further down this page, I have my my wants mm-hmm. for signings, mm-hmm. and I do have that I want them to sign a DP, uh, defensive mid. Yeah. So if that was the case, then Bob would not be starting. Um, but at this stage, but he works, he works. And I mean, yeah, I, mean I, so. I don't know, I don't know that I've seen enough of him honestly to make a great judgment. But yeah, at that price and. He's, yeah, I mean, he's, he's going to grow. I mean, he's He's been slowly growing into the team. I think he looks pretty decent. He's by the builder. Yeah. Can we do it? Yes, we can. Well, we definitely have to keep some Brazilians yeah. on the team. So. Yeah. Um, after that, the only one. <laughs> we've got uh, Dunlade, uh who's at 186. Yep. He's 23, though. You can't get rid of him. I mean, Yeah, you know, earlier, earlier in the season, I was – Almost advocating for cutting him, yeah, uh, just because of his injury concerns. He's young. Man. At 186 mm-hmm. and 23, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I think it you can't. You can't. It makes it. sense to keep him on the roster, you know, may, and bring mm-hmm. in a serviceable forward mm-hmm. just in case he gets injured. But he's learning some things. I mean, uh, I see it. Uh, I think he's going to learn some things from uh, Darwin. Yeah, I mean, he's going to. He's gonna figure it out. He's twenty three years old. I mean, we gotta yeah. at least give him out two years out of the guy. See if he can do it. If he can't, then get rid of him. But yeah, you know, know and it, I, I think uh, Manny Lagos brought this up in his interview with the Athletic mm-hmm. about how they aren't entirely set on him even being a forward. Mm. They think that maybe Mid? he could be a wing, a winger. Mm. Um, interesting. I, I think that's yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, he's well, got he's a got, lot of pace. He's got the speed. Yeah, he's a very fast guy. He's not a big guy. No, he's a very he's very quick. Yeah. Whenever he comes on, Delaney. Whenever he comes out uh, as a sub, it's a very fast guy. He's very he's he's yeah. kind of like he's got his whole like thing set up. At, you know, he could be a winger. Yeah, could be a winger. And you know, it reminds me of uh, it was Montreal in twenty seventeen. He came on as a sub. He mm-hmm. ended up scoring the game winner. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was like lightning quick across the goal and it mm-hmm. had that crazy angle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I, I think if he can, at, at that salary, at that age, yeah, we need to start thinking that his injuries are an issue, but I don't think it's enough yeah. to get rid of him. Okay, so next one down, we got Finley. That's, you're going to keep that guy around. Yeah, I I think so. And now, yeah. I did realize while making this, after making this, that my uh, formation is going to get real, real interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, because I have him starting on the right as mm-hmm. a winger, and I have Miguel Ibarra starting on the right as a mm-hmm. winger. Um, so that doesn't really make sense. But <clears throat> um, I, I'd like to see us do a 4-5-1 mm-hmm. uh, where we could have... Uh, Finley and Ibarra on the right. Sure, sure, sure. So Finley would be on the far right, and Ibarra mm-hmm. would be inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would love to see those two with Romario on the other side. Sure. And then we have a box-to-box and Darwin inside. 
Let's not talk about Finley anymore. Oh. Finley's also a Minnesota guy. I know. Yeah. But let's, well, kind of a Scotty, actually. Let's go to the next guy on your list. His name is Alexi Gomez. Should be a quick one. And he's red! He's red. Why is he red, Sterling? Well, because... <laughs> I, I I just... I can't be mean. I'm let's not just, that mean of a guy. Let's, just, let's get rid of him. <laughs> let's Sayonara. go. Bye-bye. Because he was an MLS Cup champion last year? Oh, no. That, I'm looking at the wrong list. Okay. <laughs> what? He should be dumped. Yeah, okay. That's he, he's back uh. to Peru. Uh, all intents and purposes... Everything we know looks like he's already been cut. Man. Yeah, he already said. Uh, you talked about this uh, when when we were on break. He's already put out the uh, feelers that thank you to them to yeah. the loons and blah blah. And I say thank you to uh, Alexi Gomez for being uh, the Blair Walsh of soccer. Yeah, uh, making me do that. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, we don't get to do that anymore. Maybe somebody else will step up. Yeah, that's. I have a feeling they will. He's uh, let's go, let's move on. Um, Heath, as we do middle. this in alphabetical order, of course, yeah. I, 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 this, yeah. You know, this he's a he's a young he's the son of the head coach, right? And yeah, he's a homegrown player, relatively low salary. Yeah, I think low this salary. is a no brainer. Of course, yeah. He yeah he serves. I mean, he's absolutely no other than taking up a roster spot. Yeah, mm. he's he's there. he's not he's not of any real. Uh, you know, real threat to our roster. I mean, no. he and he's so young yet that yeah. I mean, give him a Point shot. Two. And he doesn't necessarily, yeah, he doesn't necessarily have to even be on that. You know, the top one through twenty, and yeah. you know, no. one through twenty, that's no. where your salary cap. That is your salary cap hit, and then you have you know spots twenty one through thirty. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I would even say send him out on loan. Mm-hmm. You know, once we mm-hmm. set up our USL with Madison, which mm-hmm. I suspect it's going to be, yeah. um, you know, send him to Madison for a season. Or even just the first half, see what happens. Madison, which we'll talk about at the end of the podcast. I think if Madison gets the team yeah, that I, I think is so. going to happen, we're going to go out there. Um, and it, yeah, I mean, he he's not. Yeah, he's not a threat to a roster. I just don't. No, no. I know a lot of people are really pissed because it's nepotism. You know, he's no, coach's son. No. Soccer. He, he's not doing anything. I mean, no. he's not harming anything. He's, I mean, he's actually looked when he's been on the field for us. He's actually looked pretty decent. He just needs more minutes. Get, he's never gotten that opportunity. And the reason we're talking about him right now because he's past Gomez. <laughs> yeah. um, let's get to yeah. the Abara, Miguel, 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 and let's see, Abara Junior, Abara Senior. Okay, so Abara Senior, Miguel, got to keep him. He's twenty eight. He's still got years. I mean, got years. I agree with you, and I think I just like he what needs a pay raise too. And, and mm-hmm. what he he probably does for what he shows game and like we talked mm-hmm. about it, he had the most you know appearances by any player, um, and he played a ton of minutes, appeared in all but one game, and just his he you know he's Johnny Hustle like he, oh, yeah, that's what I love about down that's what I love about what everybody Miguel loves. Dave is the fact that. Miguel is one of those guys who just he 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 sprints everywhere. Yep. He's he's everywhere, and he doesn't take a playoff. He doesn't do anything. He does some bad things, but sure, he is trying to make a play on every time he gets the ball. He's making a play. The, yeah, and if he doesn't have the ball, 
he's getting somewhere where he can make a play. There yeah. was a great Thanksgiving meme, you know, like, you know, mm-hmm. oh, dinner's ready, Thanksgiving dinner's ready, and they show, you know, mm-hmm. I think it was the loons, they showed him sprinting mm-hmm. down the, you know, the side of the field. And, I love now, the guy. So, yeah, we love agree him. that we'd like to see him here and starting next year. Mm-hmm. I mean, but do you think there's a chance that they let him move on? Because no. there always has been, they have in no. the past, back no. in the day. Do you know why that is, though? Because they got rid of uh, Rodriguez. I mean, Ramirez. Ramirez, sorry. They got rid of Ramirez. They can't get rid of Aguara at the same time. They can't God. do it. You know, I, I think there is a slight chance, but I think it would be complete suicide. Yeah. I mean, I, it'd be terrible. Going into next year. Yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, I could see going into 2019 or 2020, but good God, going into the new stadium and having mm-hmm. already just gotten rid of Ramirez. Yeah. I think it, it would be complete and utter suicide. Agreed. So let's go to Romario. Romario, yeah. Romario, Romario. Um, yeah, you know, so he was... A bar uh, junior. A huge salary, which I did not realize. Well, I thought it would be big because I think he was a... Uh, he's not a DP, is he? No. no. Okay. Really, I, I mean, he's at the very top of the salary. Yeah, yeah, they're using. They must be using some of international, the you know, well, allocation international, money. Yeah, with sorry, it's five hundred forty-six thousand. Just yeah, so internet. They're using international money, right? Which is uh, damn. And I mean, he's twenty-four. Yeah, and I think every time he's been on the field, he's looked like he needs to be on the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's forward or it's on the wing, I mean, it doesn't matter. He needs mm-hmm. to be out there. I think yeah. he's a starter without a doubt. Oh yeah, definitely. All right, next couple, I think, are uh, quick ones. Yeah, oh, I mean, we Calman, already talked about even signed, so we Sign. don't need to talk about that anymore. Alex Cap. Alex Cap, you know, he's 24. Yeah. He's got, I, I think that's still the rookie salary we of can, 55, 6. We so can get rid of him, though. I mean, just my thing is. Developer, we, goalkeeper, that's what we yeah. got to do. No, I think we can get rid of him and uh, put Stevenson well, there. Yeah, let, let's move on. I mean, yeah, whether they do or don't. I mean, he's not a name we need to spend too yeah. much time with. <laughs> Lampson would be your next. Um, well, he yeah, won. Lampson won the. Uh, where did he win? Mantarian. Mantarian. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's younger than Bobby. Yeah, because yep. that's what it's going right. to come down to. Yeah. I mean, not by much, but he's younger. Um, by a year? Two years. Two years. Yeah, we'll get to so. Shuttleworth. Maybe we can have the Shuttleworth conversation now. Yeah. I mean, do you do you think Lampson and Shuttleworth both come back? No. That's the question. Well, no, absolutely okay. not. Okay, no. So when you're saying... I say caught Shuttleworth. Okay, and, th- and mm. I don't necessarily mm. disagree with that, but I mean, that's... Mm. The key point is... We'll, Tony does. I do. Do you agree, Tony, or disagree that both Lampson and Shuttleworth will be back? I mean, that's really what it comes down the to. The tough part for me is Shuttleworth has done a lot in the last two years, right? Done a lot for this team. And his salary is only 181. 181. Yeah. yeah. Lampson's at 107. I think you keep both of them. I mean, it's a possibility, but... but yeah, I, I wouldn't put it past him. Are you going to you gonna get Lampson, or Shuttleworth out and you're going to put Lampson in? I mean... No. That's not my theory. So who are you going to put in? You sign a new one. Who though? Well, I mean that, well, that's that's, that's the tough, that's the big thing though. Shuttleworth has been here for two years. He knows the team, okay. He knows what our defense does, and he's been good. But guys. there's a significant weakness in his game. A significant weakness. Well, yeah, the passing the ball and 
that can be a problem. You know, especially mm-hmm. a team that would like to maybe up their possession numbers, yeah. you know, next I, season. You know, I, I, that helps. It yeah, goes a long way. Yeah, I, you, coaching, I think it's coaching fault. I think uh, with Bobby's salary being two years older than Lampson, you yeah. dump you dump Bobby, you re-sign Lampson as backup. You send mm-hmm. Cap out on loan. Mm-hmm. You you sign a new goalie that's like twenty seven ish, and um, you hope he's got a better arm than yeah. uh, Shuttleworth. All right, throwing the ball. Yeah, I mean you, you can you can sign him. Did we talk? We talked about this before. I think it's coaching. I don't, I don't think it is because I don't think it's Lamps is not that bad. Bobby was Lamps just terrible okay. at this. Week. I don't know. Maybe just terrible. Lamps, maybe Shaw's got a chicken wing. I don't know. Yeah. I I, I don't know. yeah. That's that's my that's I'm my sorry. Position. I'm sorry. I Tony just, Tony's I, against me. Dave's kind of yeah, I'm well, on the I'm fence. Just, I'm, I'm just saying. Shuttleworth's been around for two years. He knows what the team is like. I, yeah. uh, get rid of him. You bring argument. a new guy in. That's. Well, something to pay attention to, okay, I guess. Let's go. Let's go. But Carter Manley. Let's go. I think. Um, let's go back to Carter Manley. Carter, next on the list, I think it's a fairly easy one. He's very young. He mm-hmm. just came out of the draft last year. Yeah. Wasn't so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think there's a good chance he'll he, still be with the team. Yeah, and he shows down. a lot of raw talent. Yeah, yeah. And or, he needs to go out alone. Yeah, yeah. yeah he maybe he will. So I think yep. he'll probably be part of the roster. Yep. And then moving right along to um, Martin. Martin, you know, I think he's he's young. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's. Got a relatively low salary, mm-hmm. uh, you know. He's he's showing some issues. I think I don't remember if it was the Philly game uh, toward the end of the season. There was he he had started, and he he showed a little laziness, um, which I wasn't a big fan of. Mm-hmm. But um, overall, with his age, with his salary, you know, I think with his position being just as typical central midfielder i think it makes sense yeah off the top of your head like colin martin how many how many appearances did he have ballpark just ballpark uh, if i were to I guess know. i'd probably put eight okay yeah okay it's i was even thinking higher but yeah okay he's a young guy though guys yeah, yeah i, I think right. Right. and a lot of people forget about that central midfield position you know he's not He's not a ten. He's not a winger. He's not a defensive midfielder. He's that box to box guy that exactly, you know, is helpful. Sure. Um, and it, you know, if he can be further developed uh, at twenty four, we could get, mm-hmm. f- you know, four or five years out of him at you know maybe even a hundred twenty five thousand a year. Yeah. I, I think he's showing those glimpses. Mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of the stuff I saw in. And again, I think it was a Philly game. Um, might be because he's not getting the minutes. No. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you get rid of. I'll jump down the list. You get rid of Warner, who plays the same position. Um, you know, and it, all of a sudden he moves up the depth chart. Okay. Fair enough. Let's go to Maximiano. Yeah, I think this can be a quick one too. I, I just, you know, it, he didn't pass the eye test for me. No, I don't think no. so either. And it, you know, I don't know that he was ever fully recovered from his injury even. Oh, and that maybe that was part of it. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's part and of it. And the re- realization is he was alone, so who cares? Loner. Yeah. Only 23, though, guys. Let him go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Miller. Eric Miller. He's coming back. You know, I think he's he's serviceable depth. Mm-hmm. And he can start, too. I mean, if it's if we're playing a four-back, I think he can start. We've I, seen it. And he's, he's made the uh, MLS team of the week, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, mean I don't think he's... He's mm-hmm. bad, uh, you know. I just don't. Th- I just think that we, 
you know, expected too much from him, especially when he got played in the three five. Yeah, that's right. So if he if he's in a four back and you know the midfield is built the mm-hmm. way it should be, mm-hmm. I I think he's he's fine. Yeah. I would prefer a starting a signing a starting right back, but Well, you weren't cool with Miller after being traded. Well, and that, I mean that had a lot to the do with the whole trade Sam. thing. I mean yeah. that was a big thing. But he's done okay. Yeah. Um, he's been injured a bit, but let's go to Molino because I know you have him as a red. And that, just and that gone, surprised me which a little is, bit. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna argue with you on this one. I mean I can argue with me on this Not one. because I think he should be gone, but because I think the head coach wants him around next year. Oh, I agree. And I just I mean, gosh, what what I mean, how, how differently would the season be if he didn't get hurt so early? It would be different. It, well, but yeah. the fact again, the fact of it, let's go back. If he doesn't get injured, the starting lineup is totally different. Yeah, and okay. completely different. Completely, completely different. So I mean, maybe maybe and that's part of the reason why he's gone is because he didn't play all year. I don't know. And you know. Heath, I think Heath wants to see what he would do with this team. This is Heath's guy. Okay, this is Heath's guy from Orlando, yeah. Orlando City, right? Yep. They signed him because I believe Heath said, "I love, I love this guy. I want him here. Let's do it." And then he was injured. Okay. Yep. So next year is going to be a big year for him. I think if he doesn't do well in the first couple games, so no problems. Here's my thing. He has absolutely no value. Today, because he's been injured all season. Right. Mm-hmm. right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you, I don't see them, if he has an option, exercising that option so, to to deal him. So right. Let's, he's let's not gonna be put it this way. Um, you know, based on your start projected starters or the guys you want back, who, you know, as, as a midfielder or, you know, where who would he be replacing? Well, and, and see, not, I'm not saying thing. he has to, but let's. What are our, his options? Well, so I, I think you you have a log jam on the right. You have yeah. Molino, you have Finley, you have Miguel Ibarra. All yeah. mm-hmm. now again, Miguel can play on the left. Mm-hmm. He has excelled on the right. So for me, I say you have a log jam now. Heath has wanted Molino to play a ten. Molino mm-hmm. cannot play a 10. Yeah, no, he, he just can't. can't. Nope. I mean, we have never seen any evidence he can do it. Can't do it. So you've got this. And was he doing that all of last season? 2017? Almost all of last season, yeah. yeah okay. So you've got, you've got this depth chart issue on the right. If you go by salary, it's going to be Molino and Finley and Ibarra are going to be duking it out. Now... Obviously, if you go to a four-five-one, like yeah. I'd like to see, yeah, you have room because Finley and you know I would pick Miguel over Finley. Mm-hmm. Um, that Miguel's just more well-rounded, mm-hmm. but Molina would be able to then fit. But let's go. Let's go past the whole fits on the field. Okay, let's go to the front office. Right. Okay. I think the reason why they're going to keep Molino is because Heath wanted him here. No, I and I can see. And that. there's, and I think, seriously, when I look at all sports, and I look at general managers, and they get a guy who they want here. Let's say the guy gets injured. They want to see what he's going to do. 
You know, they want to see what Molino is going to do. Right. If it's bad or if it's good, they want to see it for a couple of games. Okay. So they're gonna keep, they're gonna keep him around. I mean, there is a chance, and unfortunately, you know, I could see it being one of those things where Finley or Molino end up leaving midsummer. Yeah. But I'm still really worried that Ibar is going to get hurt by it. Yeah, um, yeah. Miguel Ibar is going to get hurt by it. But this or was maybe a, even Romario, I guess. This what this was not a this was a Heath call. I agree. This signing was a Heath call. This yeah. was not a front office call. This was a Heath want to do it. Yeah. And I think they're giving him another year to figure out if he's good enough or if he needs to go somewhere else. Right. Yeah. You know? All right, well, I bet I bet we can bang through the next, I don't know, six or seven names pretty quickly and just well, get yeah. through the list. Maybe we should, but... Olmsburg. Olmsburg, Gakoa, and Pang Up. I think all of them need to be re-signed and all of them sent out on loan. Loan. Yeah, yeah. agreed. And they're yeah. young. They're, young they're guys. low salary guys, so we don't need to spend a lot of time with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Darwin. We don't need to spend a lot of time there. I uh, know. Yeah. This is an obvious no-brainer. Yeah, they but have to bring Angelo. Oh, uh, you know, so there. Angelo... Maybe not this a no-brainer, but yeah, it is. I, yeah, I was gonna say it's not necessarily a no-brainer. I think they have to bring him back because I, if they didn't, mm-hmm. good God, this fan base would be just right. Because there you go. Then out. right now, tomorrow, mm-hmm. assuming they didn't yeah. option him, you could say that the Ramirez trade was a failure. Yeah, so that's they, right. So that's right. That's so he's gonna be point. brought back whether he should be or not. Mm-hmm. Sure. I, I think. I see no reason why he shouldn't. I don't either. Right. And so. I think we saw some glimpses. We yeah. talked about it last podcast. He'll be all right. They're, they're, he showed some very good promise. He'll be all right. So, Schuler, uh, Schuler again is another one that I think mm-hmm. belongs on the roster. I think he's got mm-hmm. if he's got a capable and competent defensive midfielder next to him, mm-hmm. he could be that wheelhouse box box midfielder that we need. Yeah. I agree. And I, I've seen, you know, this year alone, I've seen enough promising, you know. Yeah, I think he's got almost as much hustle as Miguel does. Oh, yeah. The dude's always, always playing. So then Shallow we'll skip that about. because we already talked to him, you know, and then you got Jerry uh, Thiessen. Thiessen. Yeah. So for me, my argument is completely emotional. I just like mm-hmm. the dude. Yeah. I mean, because he follows. He's you gotten on. a bad rap this year with injuries. He yeah. follows you on Twitter. I mean, yeah, you know, and as a fan, you know, and come on, this <laughs> when, when they're looking at the roster and trying to put it together. I mean, those guys that I don't think you're the only fan that likes him. I think mm-hmm. a lot of fans like him, and I think so. there's. I'm not yeah. saying you sign a guy bec- or re-sign a guy or option mm-hmm. a guy because he's a fan favorite, but mm-hmm. you know, they're, that's part of it. Yeah, you need to fill the seats. I mean, they won't have trouble doing that next year, but and it, you know, I think you know he's had his injuries this year, but if he's playing behind Francisco Calvo, mm-hmm. I think he's going to have you know he'll start maybe 10, 12 games, maybe. Yeah, he should. Yeah, and you know, he'll he'll probably appear. In, you know, another six to eight games, yeah, and his injuries won't be a problem. No, of course not. And then uh, let's go. I mean, let's go to Toy. Then Toy is one of those guys. He's twenty years old. Yeah, he just needs experience. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's, he just needs to play. It's one of those deals where he needs to go to wherever it is and play some minutes. Yeah, and in okay. fact. I would send him out on loan for two years. Yeah. Yep. And, I mean, at 20, now obviously there are players younger than him, but he's got a lot of raw talent. Yeah, he does. And I think, you know, I, I think like, if he was out, 
as a consistent starter mm-hmm. for for sure a season. I, I think like, he's going to be a ball. I like his talent though, dude. Yeah. I mean, I've seen him come in as a substitute. Yeah, a couple games, and I just love the enthusiasm that what he brings to the team. He needs to harness that. Yeah, you know, and, and if he goes to Madison next year, if we get Madison, right, goes there and starts. Fantastic for him. Anywhere else he can go, fantastic. Yep. Um, two guys on the list. Last two guys, Venegas and Warner. Yes. Joe Hong. Venegas. The fact that this guy is still on the mm. roster mm. is completely shocking. And he probably me. won't be mm. after tomorrow, so we can yeah. keep going. Mm. Uh, you know, he's been out on loan all season. He had a falling out. Mm-hmm. Uh, contractual disputes. Yep. I think I read somewhere that even legal action was... Threatened. I heard I mean, that. The dude does not belong in the roster. I'm sure tomorrow yep. is. Yep. It. Yep. And Warner, we know about Warner. He's. You know, I I think he's 30. Gone. He's making 251. Gone. You know, he's he's depth. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's starter material. Mm-hmm. 251 is a starter wage. Mm-hmm. Um, and this really goes back to my whole point is he's an example of how we didn't spend our money wisely mm-hmm. so i mean right. it, he fits what we needed i mean he did actually pretty well all season but two hundred fifty-one thousand. i mean it's just not we spent too much money on well that. again it's it's goes back to the whole thing of this team i think we're trying to build for three years okay three years we're gonna be good you're not you're not going to jump on board with my seven-year plan? No. Okay. Three years. Sorry. Theory. What about four and a half? Four and a half. But what sucks is, and this is the bad part about it, is I look at year two and I go, is year three going to be that much different? Well, I and I think it might be. So just, yeah, just so you know. The, I mean, uh, No, I, Stevens, I, I don't just, I, I, I don't just want to make it so. clear that we made it to the, alphabetically, we made it through the entire roster. We so did. We're done with we that did. conversation. We but I mean, I, I you know, is it going to be different? And this, we'll let you continue, Tony. But I mm-hmm. think this, a question that I have for you guys, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe everyone listening, is like, is, you know, what is the average roster turnover in the MLS year to year. Is it, I mean, looking at this list and the discussion we just had, it seems fairly significant to me. Yeah. Um, where you're turning over, you know, maybe 50% of the roster. Maybe that's a bit high. But what yeah. is what is that yeah. average number? Would you, you, you could only guess here. Yeah. I, I mean, what would you say I the average know. MLS turnover I'd say is? it's probably more along the lines of 30, 35%. Of the rosters now, different. we're in a really unique situation where, and we talked about this before we started the podcast, where literally all of our contracts are up. And that yeah, was they, my yeah. qu- that would be my second question: Is that common? I, I just don't think that's normal. Okay, I wouldn't I think mean, so. I just don't know. Yeah, you know, I think Manny alluded to that in his interview with the Athletic about. I think he even said that we were in a unique situation, and I think he was kind of putting that in like a positive way because he has more flexibility with what they can do who they want to bring back i mean you're going into the stadium yeah the owner's gonna spend more money and and they've he's they've obviously had the conversation we just had over the last half hour they've had 
over the course of weeks, they're, yeah. they're going into much more detail yeah, than we are. Like, well, well, and they have I'd those hope. options. They can go through their roster and say, I want him back for this reason. I want. I do not I want him back for that reason. The fact is, Steven, I don't trust Manny Lagos at this point. Well, he's not the only one involved, I guess. Well, but I... But he's the main player. He should I be. I don't trust him. And really, quite honestly, I, I picture his office right now, like literally today. Mm-hmm. He's sitting in his office. He has a big bulletin board with all the photographs of the players. Yep. And he has a set of darts. <laughs> and he's literally going to blindfold no, himself no, 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 and no. throw darts. And Put be, a- okay, those guys we keep. That's, I mean, that's how little I trust. Let me add to it. He's got a big photo of Darwin Contreras. He's like, that's the one. That's the guy I got right there. Right, right this yeah. way. I don't trust the guy. And if we're going to make a three-year plan out of the deal, what have we done in the first two years to get to that three-year plan? We didn't suck worse. We didn't suck worse. We got Darwin, right? Yeah. Romario looks like a Romario. potential big name in Angelo, we got some guys, okay? okay? But we need to build on that for year three. Right. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you this right now. We have a we have a couple of, uh, how would I put it? Um, we're going to sell us at the new stadium for... Right. Probably two years. Two years, right? You got two years to build this team. But after two years, if nobody wants to come and they start booing... It's not going to be good for the I, team. I'm just going to point out that you have now stretched the three-year plan to five, and you're getting really close yeah, to your I seven. No, no, no. It's just a natural I'm talk, progression. I'm talking about the, the more you stadium, talk out loud. Stadium, 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 stadium. Rationalizing. I'm sorry. No, we should be good in three years. This but, whole podcast, we've been but, talking about the roster mm, and salary caps. Mm, and yeah. as you see, so you're talking out loud. And what happens is you start to realize is... That maybe you can't shouldn't. do this in three years. Maybe it might. But we starting should, from scratch. But we should be able to do it in three years. That's you could. the point. You could, well, but you might. That's the point. You might You might crash and burn like you think Atlanta might. I don't necessarily think they well, will. I think, but I think Atlanta but for, I think Atlanta spent way too much money But they early. start out hot. Well, the, of course they did. And if it fails, then that'll be a, a. Yeah. You know, that would be significant. But I think but a they team make the playoffs. who's an expansion team should make it in three years. If we make the playoffs in year three, that's a win for me. Okay, we don't, and fans start leaving well, Allianz Field. I think the exci- it is what it is. The exciting thing is, there's no reason as a fan of the Minnesota United, there's no reason to think going into next year that the United couldn't make the playoffs. They should. They they should or they shouldn't. I mean, there is definitely a, they they can go into next season thinking they can. There's no doubt about it. I mean, they have to. Yes, there's. They have to make the right moves, but at least we have that going. I mean, we've all, okay, guys. We've all seen it. We, you guys were around when the Timberwolves started up. Okay, Timberwolves. Okay, Timberwolves. Yeah, Timberwolves. Okay, they started up. We thought it'd be in a couple of years. It'd be good in the playoffs. They sucked ass. Okay, flip side of that, the Wild. Within three years, they were in the playoffs. And they were there at the championship game for the Western Conference. Yeah, sure. I mean, we've seen all of it. And there's no reason why a team like this can't be good in yeah. playoff contention in three years if the front office I'd, does what they need to do. Yeah, I'd, spend their money wise. Mm-hmm. Co- and, yep, that is the mm-hmm. key. Yep, you nailed it. I think I think they're on a bubble. 
There's no yeah, doubt about I it. I mean, there's no. I mean, I'm not sitting here thinking they are going to make the playoffs 100, mm-hmm. percent or I'm not looking. You know, I'm not on the negative side thinking. Well, here we go again. But it, it's it's here we go tomorrow. So I had notes on who I th- like what types of players we should sign, but I was yeah. thinking, yeah, that we should actually wait until next episode because right, we're going right. to know who we've gotten rid of. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. let's forget that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think we, man, you know, we talked, we spent an hour on the roster. We spent a long time on the almost, roster. Almost an hour. That's yeah, we did. Surprising to us. But that is a good way to tease it because at least next episode, two weeks from now, we'll know <laughs> yeah. who we, who, what options we, you know, accepted. Which, and it, what's even better is uh, this episode is going to come out probably after we know what happened. Oh, so, yeah. the, so the listeners can grade <laughs> us on our... Yeah, 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 yeah. To be, cause be perfectly honest, I, I'm a busy guy. I have a life. Uh, and I'm not going to get this out tonight. No, so. you don't. I, I do. <laughs> I, I, I have he does, a, actually. He does I, I have a magna cum laude That's, in yeah. my master's program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's say if somebody's listening on Tuesday and we've yeah. nailed every single one of the, like, hey, right. we want this guy back. No, decline. Send money. Option. No, we aren't We aren't recording this on Tuesday. This right. is no, Sunday, Sunday night. Sunday, yeah. the we are setting ourselves up for either massive failure or massive success. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> the funny thing is we... But part of that was kind of a in just to just to protect us a little bit. This was kind yeah. of like a wish list, right. you know. You yeah. know, quite frankly, maybe the money doesn't work out to all the players that we said. Yeah, we'll take him. We'll take him. We'll take him. Yeah, it might not Sorry. work out from so, a financial point of view. Doctor McGuire, if you're listening, Doctor McGuire. Oh, and we nail this. I love you, Doctor McGuire. Love you. We will do a tag team. Mm-hmm. Uh. Fo positions for fraction of what you're paying. Yeah, right I'll now. take I, less. Yeah, I think the the ones that we're gonna have to keep an eye on to see if we were right or wrong. I think are clearly the higher hit salary cap hit yeah. guys. The the Molinos, the Ibsens, Boxel. the Boxels. Mm-hmm. Those are the guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we even though yeah. Gomez has a high number, we already know if we're wrong on Gomez. Then oh, good God! <laughs> Whoa, I quit if we're wrong. Oh, on Gomez. If we're on Gomez, I might have to blow myself up. Um, the funny thing is, guys, we beginning of this podcast, we're trying to figure out what we're going to talk about for two hours. Now we're over two hours. Well, it's not. There's time cut off. Okay, we're getting really we're close. close though. Yeah. We're close, and we're always we're worried about uh, we're going to talk about in the off season. Well, and uh, we've shown that we can talk about off season stuff. But the long time. Our next episode, episode twenty, by the mm-hmm. way, that's a number. It'll yeah, probably only end up being like yeah. twelve or fifteen minutes long. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You think so? <laughs> it might be. I don't know. It'll probably what, be in a what brewery. Are we going to talk, talk about? Or it could literally be two hours of us bitching about who they cut. And yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Episode twenty, double <laughs> double part special. Here we come. Uh, I mean, the fact of the matter is, guys, me and uh, we had a problem going to this podcast saying, what are we going to talk about? And we've shown that we can talk about pretty much anything going on the loons for a long period of time. Right. So, um, so anything else you guys want to well, talk about? Okay, so yeah, what's the day of the next episode? Well, it's the... Uh, November... 25th right now so it's going to be early december 8th or 9th i'll pull it up right now so it's going to be december 9th would be yeah that weekend yeah. of the Wait, december so that's the 8th day of the final isn't it 
December eighth is the final, mm-hmm. which is no December, reason. Oh, we we, we could we'll do, do it the eighth. We'll do it the ninth. So we need to have we need to have a pick. All right. So I'm gonna sit set down and say New York Red Bulls is my pick. Okay. I'm going St. Louis. I mean not St. Louis. I'm a Casey. And not, I mean, I said it earlier. I'm going with Atlanta United right. for better or worse. All right, all, right. all right. So we'll find out next episode. We'll know. Yeah, we will. Yeah. And we're going to be at a, another. That episode will probably be at another uh, brewery. I hope it'll be in your garage. No, we can't. Oh, God. Can you God, imagine no. that? Like, well, I, like hand I want to say, I came today. I came in layers. Mm. I am. I was ready to go for the garage. I mean, the thing is, I, I thought about it. For a little bit, I said, "Well, I turn the warmers on for a while, have it all warmed up by the time we got there, and then hopefully for two or three hours it stays where it's at." But we tried this a couple of weeks ago, Sterling. We tried that, and the warmers are very loud. Yeah, mm. there's a weird hum. It's a weird mm. hum, and we don't want that. So let's I just like, do it in my basement, and it's fine. Yeah, I like the din of a bar, but not. Yeah, yeah. Not the mechanical uh, arm hum. Uh, so we have to decide where we're going to do it next time. I There's a lot of different places. We have uh, 10K Brewing, which we haven't been to yet, right. in Anoka. We have Torch, Solmed Up in Fridley. Uh, those are two my two uh, big chant or big uh, a new new brewery would be great. And there's we also want to get back to some of the great breweries that we've already been to. Well, like do we made citizen. our return trip to Alloy, which was wonderful uh-huh. last time. And dual gosh, citizen, yeah, we yeah, gotta we, reach out to dual citizen. We dual citizen, yeah, on. we gotta see what's going on with those guys. I mean, uh, obviously with the holidays, they, mm-hmm, their schedules mm-hmm. may get crazy. Who knows what's gonna be yeah. happening? We like to do this podcast at different breweries, and we've tried to. As much as we can. Um, this weekend we didn't because it's Your Thanksgiving car. weekend in my in my car. I don't want to talk about my car anymore. But you got a beautiful new car sitting in the garage. <laughs> we- yeah, I know. But I wanted to keep the Mazda for another five years, Stevens. That's the deal. I, that was the deal, man. Oh, believe me. If I crashed up my Impala, <sighs> I, I'd be miserable. No, well. you wouldn't because. Yes, I would. No, you love that I, Impala. I do. And that's why I would be miserable. Because yeah, I've owned it for uh, eight years now and. Um, so what I want to say is uh, Stevens, you got anything else? No, just uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Sterling? Yeah, I'm good. You're going to be okay? Feeling pretty well. Are you? Yeah. I was worried you might, your voice might have tanked as we've gone through the podcast. You know, it's actually done, I know they're just cracked a little bit, but it's done pretty well. It hasn't gotten worse. He just sent a message earlier today saying, my voice is kind of gone, so I don't know if I can do this. I mean, well, you should have heard it this morning. It sounded like like I was like a, I mean, a very large man with a very low voice. Well, can you repeat that on the microphone? Go ahead. What? Repeat on the microphone, Sterling. This morning... Yes. I was a very large man. Okay. With a very low voice. Repeat what you sounded like on the microphone. I I can't because it's not physically possible. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how I managed to be that sound. Sterling, I'm I'm punting it to you. Yeah, it's not. Come on. Come on. I mean, it's like I was like a dinosaur. Really? My voice was so low mm. I, I can't even describe it it was crazy like you sound very white low oh like it, hello it would have put Barry white to shame really yeah how did that happen uh, I just want to know I mean I mean it, it probably has a lot to do with vomiting multiple times oh 
just gonna put it out there. But we didn't have to go that far. Oh, well, Tony, you asked. I, 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 you asked. Not only did you ask, you were very persistent. Yeah, so I mean, you got the answer. I'm not generally one to. It's back my down. own fault. It is your fault. Right? I told Sterling today earlier. I said we would only do yes and no questions for him. And then I asked one question. He said, well, that's not a yes, no question. I said, well, shit, I got to figure out other questions to do because you can't answer that one. So let me, let me, let me think about this. Oh, you're supposed to say yes or no. Is that it? Um, Sterling, did you, um, did you feel uh, good this morning? Eh, It was all right. No. Yes or no. Yes or no. Again, Yes. Okay. Did you puke uh, yesterday? Uh, it was after midnight, so yes. Yes. Uh, did you have uh, food poisoning? It's possible. No. Yes or no? Yes or no? I don't know. I can't. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. I haven't about. felt well that's since what Thursday. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> this guy over here. <laughs> I haven't felt well since Thursday, so it's quite possible. <laughs> You see, everybody's listening to this. Um, Sterling cannot answer a question yes or no. He uh, just can't. He just can't. He just can't. I, I, even I was lost in what you're well, trying no, to Well, no. It's okay. I, I it's it's okay. Saying, He's too smart. He's too smart, guys. Um, so we're going to we're gonna get rid of it. Oh, I'm not going to get rid of it. <laughs> we're going to go. God gonna, only hopes that uh, we're gonna go no, away. Accidentally get rid of this. I'm gonna do my uh, my uh, radio voice outro. Outro. Hey guys, you've been listening to the Lunacy Podcast, and sorry, it's um, 23 degrees. 23 degrees outside. The 44 is backed up. It's crazy out there. There's a toy Corolla. It's smashed up. Yeah. Uh, make sure you listen to uh, Dinger in the News tomorrow morning on KWB. Uh, sorry. No. So, <laughs> I'll, I'll go away. Uh, <laughs> this has been a bad experience. This is <laughs> We've been trying to cut this out for like All right. five minutes. <laughs> so, for Dave and Dave, this is Tony saying, see you later. From the Lunacy Podcast. See you back. It's time to go back to work.
There's a lot to do. We have things to make, stuff to build, cargo to ship, customers to serve. So grab a five-hour energy and get ready. For 16 years, through good times and bad, five-hour energy has been there helping hard-working people get stuff done. It's time to go back to work. Let's roll up our sleeves and get going. For more information and to order online, visit 5hourenergy.com. Celebrate the 4th of July from the comfort of home and save on must-haves during Kohl's Friends and Family Sale. This Thursday through Sunday, take an extra 20% off festive tops for the family, patio furniture, and get 10% off outdoor toys. Plus, get Kohl's cash. Plus, limited contact store drive-up. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Offers valid June 25th through 28th. 20% off with promo code FAMILYSHOP. 10% off toys, offers, and coupons do not apply. Select styles. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details.